very special Thursday, especially for Brett. It yeah. is uh, 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name is John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Vesley. And some around here throwing some serious Ooh. dark basement bass. Dick Toledo. He wasn't Mangione this morning. He was full yeah. on, you know. It was like Billy Eilish bass on that stuff. That was impressive. Like the Beastie Boys the were 808 in there. kickers when they're yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 808 kickers. What is going on in there? What, you got the fat boys in your pants? Plus Claypool in there? Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. We're just having a casual conversation about Brett's mouth. It's been the summer of your mouth. Oh, or a rough one. The worst. And then Toledo right in the middle of it. Like a grandfather can control his loose sphincter anymore just comes out <laughs> i've never heard a man cue up before uh, like a lady front butt fart but he it was like almost like uh like getting york strays like <laughs> <laughs> here we go gang Jimmy. it was a big one anyway well it's uh it's just the only thing that's uh, really worth talking about the white whale is dead long live the white whale the white whale has passed. The streak is over. DiMaggio can no longer claim. 51. Uh, I was 40 and 0. 40 and 0. In uh, photo radar tickets. 40 and 0. I've always said to you people that here's the rules. Ignore them. The chances of you having someone come to your house, a process server, whatever, just zero. Like, they don't send them out that often. I'm 40 and 0. 40 and 1. Yesterday, and you clever son of a bitch. I think they had a party where they sang like old pirate songs that they got the, they have got the white whale that I've been on their target list for a long time. Dude comes to the door, Amazon vest. And the knock was very interesting because it was uh, it was kind of like a uh, real consistent, slow. I looked and I'm like, I don't get the door, I don't answer the door. And, and nobody texts. I don't know who that is. Amazon guy will knock sometimes and walk away. Looking out the window, he sees me, I see him, I sit back down. <laughs> I shut the blinds, actually. That's enough of you. Knock continues. I'm like, wow, persistent Amazon guy. I'm like, don't answer the door. You never know. It could be a process server. Knocks again. I'm like, ah, oh, that's three. Now, if it's a Mormon and he's trying to be fooled, I know for a fact the Mormon operation is only allows their... Missionaries to knock three times. That's it. Then you can start getting mad at the whole church. They're allowed to knock three times. Now, sometimes the Mormons will knock and have like seven-minute gaps between their knock and their last knock. And that mean, And sometimes you'll go to the door to peek to see if they're still there. And they'll be like, hi, I'm Elder Douchebag, and I'm here to bother you for hours on things that aren't real. I'm like, oh, crap. But never answer your door. That's the rule I've had for ages. So I go into, I've got uh, the front door, and then I've got a little side front door for another entrance for another room. So I go over in there. I'm just tired of listening to this guy knock. So I go into the other room, start watching South Park. He, he moves to that door, knocks at that. Uh, Megan's crawling around behind the couches. She hasn't been spotted yet. So she's crawling around the house behind the couches. It's like an apocalypse now, just like crawling the wall. He's like Freddy Krueger. He won't go away. I'm like, I know. He's. I got to give him credit. And then you hear, Holmberg delivery, I need a signature. You're like, ooh, that might be legitimate. Like, Did you order I, that? And Did I love deliveries. And I don't know, half time I don't remember deliveries. I get excited like Christmas when I'm like, and I'm looking at him through the window. And he's standing right where Brady is. I'm just looking at him like, that's an Amazon vest. 
I'm still not answering this door. Another knock. This is going on for like eight, ten minutes. Now, he won't go away. He knows we're in the job. God damn it. Amazon delivery. Stay strong. We actually didn't say Amazon. Delivery. Holmberg delivery. All right. Well, you need to answer the door. Are you sure? Like, one if it's time. Uh, I don't think it is. This, this dude, I think he's got something. He's got a clipboard. I'm like, yeah, no. I don't like that either. Something ain't right. Go to the door. She opens it up. Is uh, John Holmberg here? No, he's not. I'm there I am. I'm right there. I'm not kidding. And uh, there he, sir, he served her. Served. Wait a minute. So, sir, did, did you tell her to open the door or she opened it on her own? I did. Th- so this, on okay, it's so it's on, on you. It's on me. I wanted to know if there was a real delivery that we had to sign for. And when you got it, did you remember? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a picture of me, bird up. I should have brought it Where's in. Where's the picture? Way. I oh. forgot it. It's a finger. Of me throwing the finger at the at the well, camera. Doesn't that qualify as you can't use that? No, it would be if I no, because that's a photo radar. You can you can take that over to the uh, like Paradise Valley and have your neighbors go in and say, "My child got our mail, and this was in it." You're sending uh, you know graphic images through yeah. the mail, which is illegal. I, I already got the photo and threw it out. This is attempt number two. Mm. So here's what this is. They did on the second. What, huh? Well, no, that was what attempt number two would be. They mail you one, and then they come over for after oh, you don't I, pay usually that. It's no, they never get you on a first one. They're not allowed the third, to do that. I no, thought not allowed to do that. They finally serve. First one, picture. Then they show up and say, here you go. It's it's silly. So, he's you know, he gives it to us. And I'm looking at him, yeah, that's, that's me for sure, and I'm laughing. And then, so here's the thing about this, though. When you get served, you've got like six days. Pay the fine, go to the school, whatever. I got till next Wednesday. And uh, there's a $48 fee for, and I'm like, you know what? Sometimes in the world of boxing, you get punched and you fall down and you're like, that was a hell of a punch. To the white whale on my porch yesterday. Huzzah, my friend. Well played. Well played. Your persistence and your character, commitment, excellent. Think of the bonus he got for that one because they've been trying. No, 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 there was more than 48. (laughs) They pooled money. Every day, there's been a dollar in a jar down there at wherever Process Server Central is to go get the white whale, the Holmberg whale, the guy who won't answer, the dude you can't find. And I've been 40 and 0. I mean, I, they never send process servers, but when they do, I've ducked them. I've, I've, I, I've, I know one time I, there was a guy coming at me as a process server just went inside. He left. I know for a fact that guy was because he was, excuse me, Mr. Holmberg. Excuse me, and he's walking towards my house, and I just went right inside. I'm like, uh-uh, <laughs> nope, not today. Nobody no. does that. I don't know who you are. You don't know who I am. Somehow you know my name. That's a process server. They act like they know you, John. John, is that you? Nope. Adios, amigo. And then I go right in the house, and then they'll knock for a little while, knowing you're in there, and then they gotta leave. But this dude, he kept it together. He kept it together. And Megan had just had some sort of microderm thing done on her face earlier in the day. So she was bright red. So I know at the bar when they were clanking mead and ale together singing, We went to the door and we knocked ten times. We knocked ten times. The red-faced girl answered the door and he's gone. Hail to the process king. And they're carrying the guy around. Woohoo! Beers flying all over the place. There's just it's it was a celebration for them. But congratulations. Fine's gonna be about three hundred bucks. And I'll tell you this, mother worth it. 40 tickets, I paid $300. You can take this ticket and shove it right up here. That's what I say. That's what I say. Beautiful thing. So, I stand by my commitment to 40 and 1 now. It hurts to have 
uh, one in the L column. It hurts. It hurts. Now, in my amateur record, when I didn't know about this stuff, I got served once before. Then I educated and learned and learned and learned and realized, all right, my pro debut begins now. I don't encourage you flying around those photo radar things. I drive a little quick. I was 50 in a 35 on Lincoln. It's the same car that gets me every time. Every single time. They are crafty sometimes. Yep. Well, it's been years, but Ronnie thought it was the neighbor at the door. You guys can't not answer the door for that. But wouldn't your neighbor call you? We were there living in the neighborhood about two years, and she thought she recognized the guy. I was still don't home. answer. Oh, someone needs something. Yeah. Nope. Could you give this to a uh, Brady? Yep. It's the worst, man. It's the worst feeling. And again, hopefully lesson learned. Why are you answering your door for your neighbors anyway? They should text or, or scream, I need help if there's help. Otherwise, it's just a stupid visit. We have that deal with Michael and Troy. I know Michael and Troy. I can recognize my gay neighbors visually every time. If they just started knocking on my door... Nothing's happening. They got jobs as process servers. That's all I'm thinking. If they have my number, text me. Answer your door, douche. I need to blah blah. What this, what is this concerning, Michael? We have a sprinkler leak on it's going into your yard. I need to okay. I'll be out by the leak. I'm not answering my door for him. Even still. And now it's even worse. Now my new lesson is, especially yesterday of the 112. You want to come over here dressed as an Amazon driver? You're standing on my porch all day and all night. I can go longer than you could ever imagine. I can tolerate a knock for hours on end. And now I don't care about deliveries that I may have to sign for. Not happening. Was that cabana wear that important that you had to get it right (laughs) down there? You know what, though? I know it's not cabana wear because you don't have to sign for that. He'd probably just want to see the dude who ordered this nonsense. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you knew you the gigantic box. You yeah, knew that well, was delivery. You know, I've had deliveries in the past where I've had to sign the thing, and then he go get he goes and gets it. And then, but I'm looking out there, and like it's a car. And then I'm thinking we order some sort of because, and it's also football season coming up. I've got these commemorative Steeler uh, whiskeys coming. It's got the etchings in the thing, and I'm like, is that it? I also have a, a world championship Steelers belt. Uh, oh, like you got a, in on one of those? Oh, I got in on one of those. That wasn't cheap either. Three hundred, five fifty. Oh that's, boy, yeah, that's not. You went to the cheap route. I got no. The I good just ones. saw got yesterday. And, oh, uh, a lot of people. There was one they couldn't get. Maybe the Bengals is three hundred. Steelers would be worth a couple hundred more, I'm sure. So yeah, the white whale's down. He's down, but he's not out. In fact, I'm going to speed today. I'm going to go up and down Lincoln at about seventy-five, and I'm going to try to get some more. I'm not done yet. The whale lives on, Ahab. Going out for my homie right now. Yeah, that's right. And that's what I, I, I kept doing it yesterday, every drink I had. To the streak! Long live the streak! I'm not deterred. He was like the Susan Lucci. Finally, finally got, got it. Me. Yeah, he's the one that got me. And he's probably the one that they're like, ah, Tommy can't get the white whale. He'll never answer for Tommy. He's probably the weakest one, the worst, in the, and the, he's, he's the rookie who gets the hit and busts up the no-hitter. Mr. Holmberg, the delivery for Mr. Holmberg. I, I have an Amazon vest. Maybe he'll fall for that. Ah, he's too clever for that. He's not going to fall for a stupid Amazon. You don't have a package or a truck. He won't fall for that. Sure enough. All it took was delivery for Holmberg. I'm like, he's pretty persistent. Maybe I ordered something pretty cool and I've forgotten. They've tried everything before that. Religious. Oh, Jehovah Witness. Look, I, I, you remember 
I saw those Mormons, and I'm like, process servers or Mormons? I ain't falling for that. I parked in my neighbor's driveway and jumped over their back fence, went all the way around the alley and went in my backyard and just hid in my own home. It was like a 15-minute ordeal. I was parkouring my way away from people at my front door. I do not go to my front door. I got an explanation over there in the printer. Uh Uh-oh. Let's take a look. This is uh, phase three going swimmingly. I hope you liked our process server, (laughs) Church of Scientology. Damn, you (laughs) bastards got me. Hey, look. Tip of the cap once again. It's the Buster Douglas moment. It was the it was the moment, and I've always said that. Look, don't pay those stupid tickets. If they send a process server, pay the fee, do the thing. You got hit. That's legitimate, and they played the legitimate game, and I dropped right in. I got flashed about four Damn days it. ago. Don't pay it. Hey now, you think this scares me? It doesn't. You think this is going to keep me out of that diamond lane all day and all night? It isn't. Again, the fine for the diamond lane is four forty. <laughs> Again, January first. Hi, we're the state of Arizona. Would you like a $440 membership to use the high-occupancy vehicle lane all year long? Sure, I'll pay that. I've never once paid it. I'm 20 years in on the HOV lane. I've never gotten a ticket for that. I talk to cop friends. They're like, we, you think we're pulling you over for driving around? We don't know who's in your car. We're going to waste our time thinking we saw one guy in the HOV lane? you got to do something real stupid for us to pull that. I'm like, all right, I'll never do it then. And then pulling over, and it's... True. You're yeah, embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> the cops like, oh, sorry, I thought they were. He's going to do so. You're speeding. You got a tag. You got <laughs> we'll an old tag or whatever. Your taillight's broken. Yeah. yeah, right. That. He's got, he'll bust your taillight yeah. walking by just to make sure. You got to get that fixed. I drive in that thing, too. So. The white whale. That was a tough one, Brett. That was. I felt bad. I felt like I'd let everybody down. I'm sorry to all the people that I've. It's been a rough one today. It is. It's been a rough 24 hours. Then as Megan was going to her microderm thing yesterday, I get a call. So this made it all great. Like the day it went in reverse, the great thing happened. Excuse me. The great thing happened before the bad thing. Another old man birth. Those are happening a lot. Excuse me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but she's driving to some something face thing girls do. And she uh, calls. Get her face belt sanded. Nah, what the hell's going on? Just, she comes back looking like she just stood on the surface of the sun for three minutes. What happened? I'm not, I'm not allowed the sun until November. I'm like, this doesn't seem worth it. It's great for your skin, but you can't go anywhere. So she calls. Oh, oh. What's going on? Oh, oh no. What's going on? I'm on uh, in Indian school. And when she's in a hurry, it's like bigoted. I'm on in Indian school. and uh, um, I think she said Indian <laughs> school. And like 20 something's 20 right off the 51, and the cops have out their AKs. I'm like, what? what? Stop. Start over. What? Cops, do they do, do you look around? The cops have their AKs out. What, what country are you in? Breathe are you sure? first. Like, what, breathe yeah. first. Let's Just take a, a day, Ice Cube. That's what I said. <laughs> the best part was in the middle of that because I thought the exact same thing. She goes, "This is a bad day." I'm like, "Uh oh." <laughs> She's doing the quote. I'm like, "Look around. Are there any homies hemmed up?" <laughs> is it good your blimp saying yeah, Ice Cube's yeah. a pimp? <laughs> Did you happen to mess around last night and get a triple double? <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm laughing. The cops oh. have their AKs out, and there's some guy they've got. I'm like, oh, my God. Are they Leave, flashing? Trey. Leave. No, are, are, they, are, they fl- are the berries flashing their high beams? Yeah. I'm so sick of L.A. <laughs> I was dying. Jessica, if it was a Crenshaw Mafia Yeah, mother- and I don't want to be the guy that goes, well, it's not an AK-47, because then you're just that dick yeah, that's correcting. Yeah, yeah. She's scared. There's cops. Evidently, on 20th 3rd, thereabouts, an Indian school... 
some dude that had some warrant or something. The cops didn't like him, and, and Dopey's right there on Indian School, right behind him. And they stopped like 17 cars and facing him away from him, and they break the guns out and just, it's 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Nice. And they got the, the uh, AR-15s out, aimed right at the car. And I'm like, well, just dip behind the dashboard. And this is the best part. Dip behind the dashboard. Uh, an engine block will stop a bullet. That's the only thing in your car that will, like, don't believe, like, in TV that you can hide behind your door. That's nothing. Just, you dip behind the engine. That that will, most of the time, that'll stop a bullet. It's got to sneak through pretty heavy to not do that. But I want to watch. All right, all right. Well, I'm just, uh, I'm, <laughs> go ahead. This is a bad thing. But watch. I'm going to watch. Yeah. I, wanna, I wanted to watch that. Yeah, I, I, she totally cubed me. <laughs> this is a bad day. And I'm like... <laughs> Remember, John, she believes her life is in peril. Stop. Don't sing the song to her. <laughs> but you and I did the exact same thing. I, I immediately went there. I'm, I'm going to have to use my AK. I got to say, this is a bad day. There's a blimp. It says Brady's hoagies are pimp. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was a pure panic maneuver, and I, I giggled like a little schoolgirl. So, what are you going to do? I, uh... She should have got out of the car and just did the selfie. Megan Holmberg reporting live. <laughs> right. Well, that's, I actually said, get some film of this. No way! Like, why? What do you think you're going to be the witness protection program? That They've got him. They've got the guy. He's either going to he's either gonna shoot. Oh, there it is. <laughs> hey, John, big trouble down here in the hood. <laughs> What's going on there, Ice Megan? Oh, the cops have out their AKs. It's like the bad English. I'm, I'm on engine school in the 20-somethings. And the cops have out their AKs. Have they have those out? Yeah. This whole situation is bum. Gotta say it is a bad day. Just waking up in the morning. <laughs> this is the edited version? Yes. Thank God. Know, but today seems kind of Reach back under the back seat, honey. I, I left a Tech 9. And mama cooked the breakfast with no oh, park. Yeah, I had, I had breakfast with no park. <laughs> Yeah, this is a bad day. This was her. We should redo this, ass Megan. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't know what the deal was, and I, it's, I, 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 I want to listen to this. I love this. Song. Oh, yeah, and she made the ass drop in her sixth bow. I forgot about that. I'm driving along in my sixth bow in engine school, and the cops broke out the, They have out their AK. Oh, my. It's a total OP live moment. Oh, and I texted a buddy of mine and I'm like, what's going on? And I forgot to send it. You know, when you text and you yeah. get something else. So, and then you I looked at him and it never got back to me. And it was like three hours later. I'm like, ah, it's still in the thing. I just deleted it. So I don't know what happened. But the cops busted out their... Uh, their AR-15 right, right there in the center of Indian wow. School in like 20-something Street at 2 or 3 in the afternoon. And then another cop just rolls by, like, get this traffic out of here. And you just drive right by. So she's on there and she's like, Hey, Jim, well, we've got him hemmed up all around. There's cops all around. And now I got to go back. Uh, I can't believe. Um, I can't believe. It was like regulator at that point. I can't believe this is happening in my own hometown. If I had wings, I would fly. Let me contemplate. <laughs> then I looked in the cut and I saw my homie Knight. So yeah, she uh, she drove by and the dude just gets out of the car with his hands up. 
Cops are all on him. He's getting out. He's getting out. I'm like, all right. We'll just pay attention to what you're doing. I got to get out of here. I got to go. And then she came back. And I was like, <laughs> give me the mother gun, Megan. No, oh, man. I got I to gotta get some retro for Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry about your little incident on engine school. I'm sorry about your little friend. But that's his family's problem. You my problem now. Give me the mother gun. Uh, you bad now? You bad? What are you going to do about it? You bad now, huh? Yeah, I don't know what was going on, but I laughed hysterically. And it's really funny and makes you realize what a prick you actually are. When someone is somewhat afraid of the situation. Like, there's that's fear. That's a fearful. I've been in that in my ride-along, although I was too stupid. But women will call someone who can't help for help. I don't understand the woman's mentality. Their first thought is, I just have to gossip about this. They don't, like a man never goes, honey, somebody's going to shoot me unless it's actually going to be a shot and you're saying goodbye. We don't make that call. When I was on that ride along and we had that dude in his house and all those cops at their AR, I'm like 20 of them, AR-15s aimed at the front door of the house. Dude in the back running around and I'm standing in the road with nothing. And he's asking me to clear people out of there, move the car. Like, this is horrifying. Like any, is there going to be a shootout? I have no, I have no hope here. There wasn't, but you're scared. She had to be horrified. She was like, from me to Brady, from cops in there, they're non-AKAKs. In Kona, going, going through that uh, earthquake after the first round hit, Ronnie goes uh, for help to call her. She calls her aunt in Denver. Yeah. What do we do? <laughs> right. uh, I'm like, get. Let's get out of the room. Because one Hang thing, up the phone, yeah, Let's get out. Of the one room. thing people uh, in Colorado know a lot about is earthquake. <laughs> it's a constant for them. That's who, that's your go-to. When I was when I was doing overnights back in the day, my ex called me up at like three in the morning. Oh my god! Oh my god! What's wrong? Somebody's in the backyard. I'm like, what the? Do you want me to do about it? Call the cops. <laughs> I'm f- I'm 35 minutes you're away. You're wasting my time. It's three in the morning. It sounds like you're about to die. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, yeah. What's wrong with I, what's I, wrong with that? I don't know. You're like, what I need you to do is go outside. Who was in the backyard? She never found out. I know who it was. From the yeah, yeah. Creeping. Creeping. And creeping. I'm creeping. And mama cooked the breakfast with no pork. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they broke out their AK. They have got out their AKs. Oh, no. What else have they got out? She was in a panic. Words weren't, it was like Brady. Words weren't coming out real clear. But it was great. Oh, and she, you think yours you is going to be a little different. You're going to be, give me the gun, Troy. Neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're bad now just because you can take some pain that I would never, ever endure? <laughs> give me the mother gun, Troy. I'm so sick of living in the Biltmore. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I got ghetto copters. I got also a cop in my front yard. I got this going on a couple miles away. They shut down the 51 yesterday on Thomas. All of it. Nobody said anything. Just everybody off the freeway, both directions. I'm like, what is going on? Some dude had a gun walking around on the freeway. I'm like, I feel bad for the police every day now, at least twice a day. And some moron walking around with a weapon. And they don't do anything. They just have it, so they got to piss all of us off. It's nuts. It's called gentrification, Rick. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think is bringing these drugs in? I don't have no planes. <laughs> Who's bringing the guns and drugs in? 
these fools right here. No, man. <laughs> they want to drive down our value. They can buy it at a lower rate. It's called gentrification. <laughs> man, Fury is spitting some truth about the Biltmore, man. <laughs> they want to take these $5 million homes and make them $3 million for San Diego investors to come flip them for more. It's called gentrification of a white neighborhood. The golf course just got remodeled. Do you think they want these dumps sitting around that haven't been touched since 2009? <laughs> anyway, that was pretty funny. But I don't know. I don't know. I guess the dude had warrants or something. That would be my guess. Because that time I was riding my bike and got hemmed up. That cop told me to hide under a tree. Like, what is going on? We got a guy inside this property. We don't know where he is. He's got a gun and he matches your description. I'm like, what? Yeah, guy in a blue bike and a helmet? Yes, hide. All right. Everybody, <laughs> guns out. And I started, I, I'm hiding behind an acacia tree. What's that going to do? <laughs> this bullet's going to blow that thing to smithereens like a birch bat in baseball. It's going, it's exploding. Did you immediately call Megan? I did call her because I was like, you know that helicopter that's floating around over in the neighborhood? It's looking for me, I think. Yeah, what's going on? And that was her great moment because she was right. Because I called. I wasn't really afraid. I'm like, there's craziness over here behind and I sent a picture of me in the helmet standing under the tree. And uh, because nobody really loves each other, we lie about that like crazy. Nobody really feels for each other. We're just in it for the jokes, I think. I said, uh, evidently I matched the description of the guy they're looking for, a blue bike and a blue shirt. And so I got to hide so the cops don't see me and think I'm the guy. And I took a picture, and I'm in the helmet, and I just did a little thumbs up like I matched it. She goes, does he look like a retard too? I'm like, thanks a lot. That's nice. I appreciate that. There's 700 guns around. It's like Grandpa Fred and 60 Cows. <laughs> no, he's not retarded. <laughs> no, it's red shoes. I did. And then I looked at the picture, and I'm like, yeah, that would be what they're looking for. Dude in a helmet walking around. It's, <laughs> she's not wrong. So anyway, it was a, a, a everybody who got hemmed up by the popo yesterday got to say it was a bad day. All right. Yeah. I better call John. Make sure he knows that the hood is in peril. Who stopped this? Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that's a clean. Oh, it's a clean one. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. And then I heard Megan when I was telling her, like, just get behind the engine block. I just heard. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Holmes? Holmes. <laughs> I was rocking a blunt. Calm my nerves, you know. Excuse me, Holmes. It ain't easy being an incredibly white woman in the hood. <laughs> Lock him up. Yep. <laughs> You have honky lips painted on the <laughs> yeah, side of the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this song's so good. Got it. No Mama cooked the breakfast with no hog is my favorite part of it. I mean, what are you going to do? So, <laughs> how is that a good day? Like, you'd want breakfast with hog, right? Like, that's bacon. Yeah, that's why he's having a bad day. No, he's having a great day. Oh, this song's about I him having a great day. Yeah, he's driving around. You didn't ever hear. Oh, yeah, I was. Yeah, Brady, that, that's that's not a. He's, he's considering it a bad day if he had pork. So he's saying, bro, but he's saying, even though she made this breakfast, it's still a good I don't remember him saying even, though. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> that's a bad rap. You know what? I know it started out shaky with the no hog in the breakfast. Trying to dig out. That's right. In the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. Yeah, he's no happy. No walking from the dog, no small. 
And mama cooked the breakfast with no hugs. I got my girl yeah. on, but didn't it's a great dig day. out. Finally got a call from a girl, girl I want to dig out. Hooked it up. Oh, we drove around. We turned it down a lot at stoplights. We drove around with that thing when it came out. Like, loud. All up. And you can't roll with the edited version because then, no, then, then you're, you're like not. Then you look like a white kid. That's like his parents won't let him have the real album. Finally got a call from a girl trying to dig out. Oh, what a song. Anyway, well, I don't have to explain it to that wife of mine. She's lived it. I said, I'm the keys. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> I know you're scared, but that was hilarious. Uh. It's what my dad would have done. I, I could have heard that. My dad would have said something like, well, they're actually probably AR-15s. I don't think that they have AKs. That's a Russian model. My- I don't care. <laughs> Shut up. And she would have been right. So, anyway, she's got street cred now, you know. She's one of the rolling fodies or Crenshaw Mafia mother. That's what she is. She's an engine school 20. <laughs> I've been rolling with the engine school 20s over in the 20th Street engine school crew. 27 years old, still banging. <laughs> anyway. Still got one brother left. Yeah. Well, we got uh, Brett leaving for the final day of Operation Hydration. Now, Brett's been standing in this heat all year on Thursdays. Now, imagine having to do that every single day, all day. That's who you're helping out. You're helping people who are outside all day long. And a lot of the water has gone to help out with certain situations. I found out the other day that when those, the firefighters had uh, that mess of that propane tank thing, a lot of water, Ooh. a lot of water facilities. I don't know if Phoenix Rescue Mission was one. I assume they may have been. They're begging them, "Hey, we need tons of water sent over immediately. These guys are in 110 degrees fighting a massive propane fire in 70 pounds of gear. So somebody's got to supply that water, and they just kept rolling it over to them. So it's stuff like that. It goes to people who are in need, and that doesn't necessarily always mean it goes right to the zone. Even though that's not such a bad thing." Either. If you're a decent person, that's a good deal. People may be, you know, you may have a, your thoughts of homelessness or, or people who are having trouble is one thing and one thing. Only I struggle with that thing. And, ah, they did it to themselves. Not everybody does. And a lot of people, you know, sometimes just need a sip of water and a reset. There's no reason they should be struggling for water. That's the bare necessities, the basic minimum we can do. And so Brett's going to go out this morning. We'll tell you where he's going. Last chance tickets to win from Brett and last chance to drop off for a wildly successful summer the uh, Phoenix Rescue Mission and Operation Hydration. Thanks to you guys and everybody we'll be mentioning later this morning, including uh, my Christmas light guys. Uh, they dropped off a check last week. That's amazing. So we'll get to that in a little while, too. In the meantime, let's have a wake-up song that isn't Cube. We've, Although, God damn it, it's not something. <laughs> Drunk as hell, but no throwing up. Halfway home, and my page is still blowing up. Today I didn't even have Is this to the top five AK. rap song of all time? <laughs> 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 this is AK. <laughs> Is that her in the background? Yeah. Doing <laughs> yeah. Anyway, God, that's a great song. That's a top fiver. All right. That is a top five. It dropped down a couple for me. Why? No hog. Oh, because there's no breakfast. hog for breakfast. Yeah. And you thought <laughs> you thought the whole song about him having a bad day based on the early lines of yeah. Mama made a breakfast with no hog. Hmm. How can you have a good day after that? <laughs> <laughs> I that never, day starts off horrible. I never want to be in the hood. <laughs> no wonder they're always shooting each other. They wake up with no hog. <laughs> uh, give us that wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD.
was miles for bigger. Ah, there you go. Thank you, Alliance. Excellent work. Heard from Alliance yesterday, and they're thriving, which is great. Uh, it's good to hear from them across the board. One case where not hearing from them for a while meant that they were actually doing what they're supposed to do. Yes, exactly. That's right. They weren't. They were so busy. They weren't bugging us with stuff. Uh, my process server actually called. He's on the line right now. The guy who got me yesterday, he's there. Pretty impressive. Uh, hey, are you there? I made the call a long time ago, and I let you know I'm a man with very special skills. I told you I would find you, and I would serve you. And now that I've done it, we celebrate, and we will be back. All right, well, I just want to let you know, is it is a good game. Nicely played, and I'm proud of you. Could you describe me once again to your listeners? <laughs> Remember, every little detail counts. Well, there's no need for that. I'm just, uh, look, you got me. It's a good thing. I'm proud of you. Excellent work. What are you going to do about your next ticket, knowing that I'm out there, looking, searching, undefeated against you? I guess I'll just take my chances. Undefeated? That's a bold claim. He's 1-0. Both of you are next. I'm looking at you, Randy Bogan, through a window from about 500 yards away. There's a dog barking. There's a giant head to your left. I will find you, and I will serve you. All right, you're getting a little weird about this whole thing, but it's... I knocked and knocked, staring directly into the eyes of the beast. You, so arrogant to believe that I couldn't see through your glass. So what? There you were. And I won this fight, didn't I? Yes, you got me. I've got my I've got my paper served, and that's enough. I will be back, because you will speed again. Process server, two, in theater soon. Right. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Jackass. The anti-commuter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy. This effing guy. He served. He did. Got a very special set of skills. They sent out their big boys. My new movie is called Served. You'll see. Your picture will be taken. And I will find you. And I will serve you. Dun, dun, dun. No, you don't add your own music. <laughs> That's just over the top. If he plays that coming up, that's <laughs> awesome. Right, let's reenact it for a second. Knock, knock. Who's there? No, no, dummy's not a joke. You don't. You answered too fast. Notice who didn't. Holmberg's still waiting by the other side of the door. Brady couldn't wait to get to the door to answer. Thought maybe you had my morning hog. Holmberg delivery. Delivery for Mr. Holmberg. Candy Graham. Candy Graham. I'm practicing for next time. Dun, dun, dun. All right, I'm done with you. That's enough of this guy. Somebody asked me how much was the fine. I, oh, well, actually, I got another great suggestion I had not thought of. Uh, have your wife take the online school thing. They don't know who's doing it. That's true. You can hire somebody to just That's sit true. at the computer and do that for you. Uh, I already paid it yesterday. Online, you just pay it. Yeah, it was 300-something, something. I don't remember what it was. You said there's a... Because of the serving and added forty eight dollars. Yeah, they throw forty eight bucks onto the fine for service charge. Which you know, tip of the cap. Good gig for that guy. Well, I don't know if he's game. getting it. It's just it's the state. The state and yeah, he's getting paid his regular wage, and I'm sure he got a nice bonus for this takedown. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's yeah. the he's the Trojan the horse. Office, he Trojan yeah. horsed me. It's a son of a bitch. Got hammered on the deal. One thing they're mad about today is that you're letting the cat out of the bag. Oh, we got to throw away all the Amazon. Yeah, guys the Am- now. don't answer for Amazon guys. Amazon guys don't need to uh, see you ever. 
Brady. Hey, new friend. No, no, I'm just dropping off a package. Amazon guys treat Brady like the server. They knock on his door and try to get the hell out of there as fast as they can, or they get locked up in a conversation about trees and weeds and the last time he did something. I just thought I'd come out here and see how your day's going. How hot is it for you in that suit and that truck? Got good air? You delivering any steaks today? You mind if I take a look at the back of your truck? What kind of inventory we got? Yeah, let me see your manifold. What do we got back here? (laughs) Mind if I do a ride-along? This seems fun. I would like you to leave me alone, please. Can I have a little vest? Are you going to serve me papers, sir? Why are we... (laughs) I want to be friends. You got any dipping Dots in there? Look, you're the one who came to my door. That's an invitation for a long-term lifetime friendship in my book. That's on you. Yeah, don't answer the door for the Amazon guy. If you have a screen door on your house, take it off. It's inviting. There's no reason in Arizona to ever have a screen door. Ever. Well, and if you notice, most of our screen doors are metal. Well, they're that steel. Giant sheet of right. metal with what I, you know, what I do when I see those things. You can't I'm, see into our, yeah, my screen. Fine. Door. You know what I see when I see that? Uh, they've been broken into and they put up a barrier. Right, right. I don't see why? like the friendly neighborhood Midwestern screen door. I see, uh oh, bad. It's like bars on windows. I'm like, oh, I, don't I know agree what with you here. on that. And then you, you are like Brady so much that you can't not have your door open that you put a metal barrier. Right. <laughs> well, the dogs will get out. But then I can still see people coming up. Can to have my that house. breeze coming through that door. Yeah. <gasps> a curvy look on the sidewalk. A pedestrian. I hope he turns left and comes up our walkway. New friend possibilities. <laughs> ah. He's running. He's running away. The Amazon truck was parked out front for about fifteen minutes. Yeah, because you wouldn't let him go. He was being <laughs> held hostage. We know what that looks like. He wanted to stay. Two, it's like SpongeBob, the Amazon guy just dropping a package off, and then two hours later. And then I had an onion on my belt because that was a style in the day. I just wanted to drop this package off. Do I have to sign for it? Not at all, sir. I have a lot of deliveries today. <laughs> I must go. Sounds like you need a hand. Well, I didn't two hours ago, but I might now because I'm never going to get these things out before 10. Kirby, help this guy out. Kirby, let's go with our new friend. What's your name? D. Sean? Keyshawn. Oh. I know a Keyshawn. I know a guy named Keyshawn. Are you related to him? It's a first name. You are dumb. <laughs> You're not related because you have first names. But you look just like him. That is also very dumb and offensive. <laughs> you look like the guy I know named Keyshawn. He was also between 6 feet, 6 feet, 3, 200, 215 pounds. I always have a description ready for the news. Today's a good day. Uh, by the way, you have to, re- like yesterday we had Tony, 1221Tony, that emailed me two nights ago. Uh, just as a quick one, he's like uh, pretty mad at me about saying that, uh, it's a, you know, making the comment he's that, venting. oh boy, COVID's coming back and they're going to make us mask up. And all I said was, good luck trying to get this community and this populace to mask up again in an election year. Uh, you think January 6th was bad, it's going to get worse. Now, I never said once that I wasn't going to comply just to make my life easier. I ain't standing on the steps of any Capitol screaming ever. I don't care about anything that much. I really don't. I like dogs and animals. Like if they said, if there was a guy uh, who was in charge of like government that said, all dogs must die. I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go shoot that guy. We're gonna, and I would be right. And people would want him dead and all that other stuff. So I would be all right with that. But for the most part, for just general, can I get around this without any trouble? Like the mask thing. I hated it. But it made it easier at work. And, and Arizona were, yeah. had the reputation oh, of being... Uh, didn't care. Kinda, 
don't care about our reputation or anything. Yeah. Trip said we got to wear it. It's mandated in the building. And the halftime I'm in the building, I'm getting reminded by HR, will you please put the mask on? We had people in the building that were horrified of dying from yep. COVID. I wasn't. Oh, man. And I just didn't want to make them uncomfortable. That's why I complied. Call me a pussy, whatever. I thought I was just being nice. I didn't wear it all over the place. I wasn't like an advocate. Like, just put, all I said was just put the mask on. Hated wearing them. Kill the hassle. I was getting headaches all the time from it. Whatever. So Tony was mad that I said, oh, boy, try that. And go, you're a pussy. You, you gave in last time, you white flag-waving mother, blah, blah. And I read it, and we could clearly tell that Tony1221 was bombed, came home from a drunken night, and uh, we had fun with him yesterday. Get an email yesterday at 6.12 p.m. Ooh. Tony. All right, Chancellor. And this is sober, Tony. You won me back over. Your comedic genius is undefeated. And Brady was right. After you first stated describing the email, Brady said... He's going to wake up at 8 in the morning and be like, oh, man, what did I do? I owe you an apology for going off on you in a drunken tirade. Life has kicked me in the teeth recently with some effed up circumstances. Getting drunk and pissed at people that bring humor to my world probably isn't the best way to deal with it. But alcohol doesn't always put us in the greatest mindset when crap's going on all around. For my tirade, though, and my anger projected towards you, I apologize. And I'm not apologizing because uh, you put my folder or my email in a save folder of all the loonies that email you so you can let your cop buddies know about me. For the record, I did not threaten you. Uh, it no, was threatening. In the, the eyes of the law, Tony, <laughs> yeah. that well, no. is different. Here's the thing. He's part of that. He said, uh, I didn't spe- uh, specify your address, but I did name your street. That's it. I live in the neighborhood around you. Uh, I do a lot of work with the local police. Uh, don't worry. My drunken outburst won't overflow uh, into how I perform my jobs. Personally, I'm 15 years into helping the cops. I also have another job, and I know how to manage personally and professionally. As I stated, though, I need to apologize to you because you are not the cause of my anger, and I decided at the time you were my outlet. Loved the email, though. I did laugh very hard. Uh, that's great. Did you email it? Oh, he loved his own email? No, like he, 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 he liked that we made fun of him. Oh, okay. He, it's drunken 1221 Tony like, I was gonna say, man, is, is hilarious to sober at 630 yes, p.m. Tony. Yes. Oh, my God. Look at me. So I basically emailed him back. I'm like, I appreciate the apology. I kind of read that knowing this is a drunk guy who's going through something. Yeah. And the bottom line is we can have fun with it on the air and things like that. But dude's going through a thing. And uh, he'll still be remembered forever as Tony1221. Oh. But, you know, Tom's, I told him. Tom38, Tony1231. <laughs> uh, Tranny Rob. We've Tranny got, Rob, uh, yeah. Racist Caro. We've got yeah. loads of them. Hot Rod Chip. <laughs> is that us? Is there a Hot Rod Chip? <laughs> there was. He called years ago. It was that Hot Rod Chip was in a movie. That's what I thought. I think Brady's confusing life and uh, fiction. The listeners will let us know. Hot Rod know, Chip? They know every past episode. Is we have a Hot Rod Chip? That's a long yeah. time ago. He's having a moment of clarity. None of us remember. Maybe he's the right one. Uh, anyway. Yeah, we've got a file. Basically what we're saying. There's a lot. Um, I want you to look up Hot Rod Chip. I want to remember who that guy is. Because if anybody calls us with Hot Rod Chip, we, got <laughs> we would have made fun of him. For sure. We got one guy who sent us 4,000 drops yeah. from the app. What does that mean? It means you can leave us a voice message on oh, the app. Oh, jeez. He's left 4,000 yeah, he in the last stop. 12 months. Hot Rod Chip was a carryover from the old regime with uh, Iron Maiden Mike. and Oh, he way back in yeah. there. Boy, I don't remember Hot Rod Chip. Remember, all, there were like seven Iron Maiden it was, Mikes. Uh, just, we had Iron oh, Maiden Mike yeah. on the phone. We had we Iron Maiden Mike, one, the right? cool guy. I bought a car at the Jeep dealership over here when Chapman was on McDowell 15 years ago. And I'm like, uh, you work at the radio station. I'm like, I do. I'm Iron Maiden Mike. I'm like, no, you're not. I've met Iron Maiden Mike. I'm another Iron Maiden Mike. I'm like, are all Mikes <laughs> who like Iron Maiden Iron Maiden Mike? 
then he proved he was Iron Maiden Mike, and I've never had this at a car dealership before. He took his shirt off in the parking lot to show me that he has uh, an entire Iron Maiden album on his tattooed chest? to his chest and then another one on his back. That's a bad choice. Like, you are Iron Maiden Mike. <laughs> and then he tried to sell me the General Lee, which they had on display in the showroom, autographed by uh, Did you consider it? Uh, Bach, Barbara Catherine Bach. Did you Never it? considered owning the general. Bubba Watson bought it. Yeah, he's the one. Well, there's like six of them. He got one though. No, Jason Aldean has it now. Yeah, he's like fifty grand, and I'm like, I'm not giving you fifty thousand dollars for that Confederate flag to be in my driveway. I just, <laughs> I just see bad things. I think it's a cool car. I think the Confederate flag thing on this particular deal is overblown. But I'm still not going to be the dude with the General Lee in the front yard. But it's autographed by uh, Daisy Duke. That doesn't even remotely intrigue me into thinking the value is worth this. Anyway. <laughs> not in the slightest. Yeah, not even a little bit. Not even the slightest. Anyway, the uh, thank you to uh, Sober, Tony632 and Tony1221. Or it's Bipolar Tony, as we'll call him. There was an early theory that he served, he was the server. Could be, yeah. Until a lot of get... people thought 1221 Tony had fun. He knew, he knew where I lived. But now he's a 12 to 6 curveball, because at 12... He's coming at you hot, and at 6, he's totally down in the dirt. <laughs> so 12 to 6, Tony is pretty much. And maybe tonight, uh, you know what? He's still a dick. I'm emailing him again. and Get a couple Tony pops gets in him. back in the sauce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you never know. In 1221, Tony's going to. When you said 630, I'm like, yeah. uh-oh, happy hour, Tony. He's like a gremlin. You don't feed Tony after 12. I had to sit on it a little bit. Catch yeah. the stream, <laughs> yeah, basically. Right. Then by midnight, oh, I gotta respond. I woke up thinking oh, I shouldn't have done that, and then yeah, and then I got kicked in the nuts, and I deserve it. I didn't give your real name or your whole name. I did give you your Tony, but I don't. I'm not giving you last name. He's going through some stuff, and I, he didn't get specific. But I told him, I'm like, look, for the air, it's fun. Uh, you know, as a personal note, I just hope you're doing okay, and I understand that I'm a nameless gray face that you can kick around through email and feel like you've done something. Uh, and it's probably a nice feeling at the time. There's nothing wrong. I get I get those every once in a while. And I've got skin thick as a Goodyear tire, so it doesn't bother me. I mean, I still will fight back, but honestly, nothing really gets to me. I already know I'm ugly. I already know I'm annoying. So what are you going to do? Bring it on. Uh, and then everybody else. And, and I also know that I'm a genius. That's something you also need to know. I mean, I am a, I might as well. I don't believe in psychics, but I think I might be one. I'm pretty sure I have the gift, at least when it comes to uh, what a psychic truly is, is someone who's good at uh, seeing through your bull kind of going, I know what's going on here. Uh, I said three days ago that the Cardinals, they're dicking around with the season. They're going to lose a draft pick. Well, what I didn't realize was this is all, was it Monty Ford? Is that the new GM of the Cardinals? Is that his name? He's a brilliant man. This dude got the job a year ago and uh, and manipulated the draft. No, He has insider information on what's going on in the Cardinals' front office. And that horrible Steve Kime has... what the, the damage that he and Bidwell have done to this franchise is immeasurable, and that's a bad franchise. So uh, he knew what was going to come out. So I thought when I... Like, they're tanking the season. And in, in an effort to tank the season, the NFL has clearly warned teams, if you're not going to place a competitive team on the field to start... We're going to find you. We're going to find ways to get and, and you're also going to get in trouble with, like, little things we're looking for. 
So I thought they're going to lose their draft pick. Well, they were wise enough to manipulate the draft this year to get Houston's first-round pick next year. There's a chance they get the one and two. One and two. But now I realize Monty knew what came out this week, which is that Steve Wilkes, Wilkes. under oath, had to sit and say, no, Bidwell and Kime gave me a burner phone, and uh, four other people had it. And the Cardinals' operation was, it was his first and only year as the head coach of the Cardinals. And he walked into a, an S-storm you can't imagine. Kime gets suspended for extreme DUI. The league suspends him. You're not allowed to contact him. The Cardinals start handing burner phones to coaches and front office guys from the Bidwells to say, this is how we stay in contact with Kime. Nobody knows about this phone. And so if Monty knew this, he knew this was going to break on a certain time right around season start. And that now the investigation is going to turn into, all right, uh, you're going to get, like, everybody's suspended for a little while. And we can't suspend the people that did it because they're all not part of your organization anymore. So we're going to get the franchise. You're losing a first-round pick. They're losing that pick for two reasons now. So they can tank and not lose their first-round pick because they knew they were going to lose it with this stupid phone gate thing they got going on, which, fingers crossed, Cardinal fans, may lead to the dismissal of Michael Bidwell if they find more. Remember what they did to Tom Brady for just knowing about the deflate right, gate? But, but that wasn't a first-round pick, right? I mean, it no, has they, to be pretty no. egregious Tom to Brady first Tom Brady only pick. knew about something. He knew something had happened. He didn't deflate. And I, I became Tom Brady supporter when it's like, they don't have the right to go through his phone. phone yeah, right. Like, he could sing. And what they suspended him for was not complying to give me all your stuff. Right. And I'm like, you're not an officer of the law. You're a commissioner. If my boss, if Tripp asked me right now, let me go through your personal records, I'd be like, get out of my face. You're not, well, I'll fight you before you're ever going to get that stuff. You have a work-related issue, I'll deal with it. But you're not seeing my phone. Yeah, because all the other stuff on there. Oh, no, I trust you with that. None, None of that stuff will leak out. And they suspended Tom Brady for just being a little bit difficult about them going through the phone. This is totally different. And the suspension has to be. What did Tom get? Four games for that? Yeah. If he got four games for that minor infraction with phones, this this franchise is in peril. Times four. At least. Uh, the pick's going away. At the very least, they lose a number one. And that's going to be awful for them. No, and I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I'm just wondering if there's precedent where the NFL has taken away a first-round draft pick. Sure. Uh, when the Greg Williams bounty gate thing came out. Was that uh, a first-round pick? Who lost a first-round pick last year? Uh uh, there's been a couple of them that they've dumped them for, for dicking around with the rules. They'll, you'll lose a pick. But the Cardinals, with this one, this is huge because this is basically saying we don't care about the commissioner's office. And they've already kind of skirted the deal with that whole Sean Coogler thing and what the front office was supposed to do by lying to them and providing them information that wasn't necessarily true and real. They're a mess. This this They are going to lose. So last night in my emails, I'm getting all these things. You're a prophet. How did you know about this? I'm like, you didn't. I just, I assumed it because their behavior is so transparent and stupid that inevitably the NFL is going to find this franchise. But I got to hand it to their general manager who walked into this thing, looked around and said, all right, you're the owner. You're the dumbest mother effer on the planet. I'm not dealing with you. He's the cleaner. This dude's coming in and fixing stuff before it breaks. Backed up the first round with another first with round. With a terrible team. The only other team that has a chance to be worse than the Cardinals might be the Houston Texans, and they might actually have something. I think they have something. I don't, because they've got an Ohio State quarterback, and that never <laughs> works. But Stroud is something to actually go, all right, you got a high first-round quarterback, and they don't have any line. They don't have anything to really hang their hat on. But they could win four games. The Cardinals are three and a half, maybe. 
Vegas is even putting him at three and a half as an under over, and it's a tough bet. I might take the under. And I I mean, it's crazy. earlier we were talking, you know, six months ago about I could potentially, would Bidwell have to sell? Well, that was the Kugler thing. Yeah. That was the, the, the deal with the sexual harassment in Mexico story that evidently there was a, a an eight-figure settlement thrown out. That's ten plus million dollars to say. Will you stop saying that we lied about this? And the guy's like, "Absolutely not. I'm going to go get you." And he's been sitting on le- legal documents and lawyers and everything else, waiting because he even said back then, "This franchise is about to unravel, and I know all the secrets." So they've been sitting patiently waiting for the- this. Is a mess. So you're like, right. This is terrible. So uh, Deflate Gate Patriots lost two picks, yeah. first rounder and a fourth rounder. Yeah. And then last year the Dolphins. That's the one. Lost the their uh, first rounder. And that was just for dicking around with Tom Brady. Yep. Yeah. yeah the, the news of the burner phone came out a while ago. This guy's right. And Joshua said, and Bidwell said, I didn't know anything about it. Well, he's completely. Well, someone distributed four. And that makes it worse. I've never understood an owner or a manager ever saying the words, I didn't know anything about that. That just means you're bad, bad, at, bad your job. at your job. You're supposed to be overseeing the whole operation. And if your immediate underlings are pulling this crap, they don't have any respect for you or the franchise. You're worse because you don't know. It would be better to say, yeah, I knew about that, and I tried to stop it, and they strong-armed me. I mean, I would have more respect for that than I would saying, well, I'm just completely unaware of what's going on in the day-to-day operations with my suspended general manager. And if I'm the owner of the team, I'm like, I'm keeping an eye on that suspended general manager with a drinking problem to make sure he doesn't pull this trying to communicate with the coach and get my team all hemmed up with draft pick losses. I'm all over that. He should have been fired for the second DUI anyway, but because he and Bidwell are in bed together, it is a terrible, His instructions terrible were, operation. Just get it done. Well, Bidwell knew, and that's going to come out. So keep your fingers crossed, Cardinals fans, that this gets worse, and they force a sale because that's the best thing that can happen. Now, think about Daniel Snyder. He had a forced sale over emails they never found. They just hated him. But someone well, else lost found, their job. Yeah, but John Gruden yeah. lost his job yeah. for... for it, why you don't hand your phone. That's exactly why you never... They'll find something. It, that, what is that old... There's an old... I don't know if it's an adage or a saying, but if you're looking for something bad, you will find it. If your intent is to find a bad thing, you'll make something good bad. You'll find bad. But yeah, you never hand over a phone unless it's your work phone. And you should keep that, if you're smart, work-related only. They have a right to it. That's why I won't have a work phone. Like, they offer to pay our bills here for our phones. No way. Anybody that says, oh, my, my office pays my phone, I'm like, you're, that's dumb. And I know you're saving money and stuff, and that's where they got you. But that's theirs. That belongs to them. You can say, oh, whoever's paying for it has rights to it. That's it. So if you're, you know, texting funny memes back and forth five years ago and you're thinking that's hilarious and you called Brady the R-word a few times and then uh, tossed out a, a joke about uh, Hurricane uh, Idalia or whatever and then a few years from now, they're like, let me see your phone. Like, why? Well, we got we got suspicion that you're doing something wrong. We won't look at anything. But they're going to find it and they're going to go, well, wait, you know, we didn't find what we were looking for, but we found this. What's this? Well, it's none of your business. What's our phone? It's like writing on the office blackboard terrible words and going, well, you have no right to that. That was my own personal. Ah, you're writing on their materials, and the Cardinals are morons. John, you Moron. mentioned this a few times before, but the penalty should come from the NFL because the team will never do it. Right. They should get at least half of their season ticket money left or back for this season. 
That should be penalty for the Cardinals. Brought on by the NFL. If they're not going to field a team worthy of the ticket prices, then the money should go back to the season ticket holders. Completely. You've been bamboozled as a, as a paying customer. Right. You know, there's class action lawsuits when you go to a restaurant and they say that it's meat. And it turns out later they found out that all the meat they were using was rat and kangaroo. There's going to be, if you've eaten there in the last 10 years and you have a receipt, we will get you that money back plus damages. And it's usually a terrible amount of money for the people. The lawyers make all the cash, but Everyone gets 65 cents. Yeah, but you know what? That's it. Uh, Someone said, can someone pick me up so I can see what's going on around here? Signed, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kyler. You're down in the depths of of b-holes and thighs. Hey, babe. I got to see what's going on. (laughs) Give me a boost. I got to see what what the owner look like. I ain't never seen him. I just seen his knees. Just tell me what team I'm going to be on next yeah, year. Yeah, you know what? Best thing that could happen to Kyler Murray is that knee doesn't really get too much better this year. He doesn't risk his future completely for this franchise, and he gets to wander off. You know who I feel most sorry for? And maybe not. But I do think of it right now, if it stays the same, the quarterback from USC. Because that some bitch is having, like, the time of his life, boning hot USC yeah, girls, was. winning Heisman trophies. Yeah, I don't think he's very good either. I've watched him play a couple times. I'm like, I'm not seeing the magic here. First overall pick. Yeah, he's he's a Pac-12 quarterback. I don't trust those. Aaron Rodgers. Pac-4, uh, you mean? Well, Pac-2 in next year. Pac-2. <laughs> the Pac-2, which is what I call my neighbors. I know. It's the my, chosen one. It's my school that's, that's <laughs> yeah. uh, I call Michael on. and Troy the Pac-2 every Friday night. I like the Pac-2 route. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, I, there's been a few good ones, but it's it's hit or miss. And most of the time, USC quarterbacks are right out. I don't, uh, Carson Palmer is the only one that I've trusted. One for three. Still. Not many. There's not many uh, USC quarterbacks. Rodney Pete? No. You want well, him running good, your knees? Okay. He had but, a good career. Please. <laughs> he was all right. Best thing he did was marry Holly Robinson, uh, fresh off the 21 Jump Street day. True. Rodney Pete. If that's the best you got, you got a bad argument. No, there's not many good ones. Not many. The ones that are good were going to be good no matter where they went to school. A lot of them are second squad. Sam Darnold. Look, there's a ton of USC quarterbacks you look at and go, man, they came out of college like on fire. And everybody was like, "Uh uh-uh. USC quarterbacks are like Ohio State quarterbacks. I don't want one. Butt fumble. I don't want one. Get that quarterback from Ohio State. Uh Uh-uh. Okay, we get the guy from USC. Maybe the Ohio State guy's not such a bad idea. Don't do it. I don't want either of them. John, the two you don't go to. I don't know if you personally know him, but is this why Larry Fitzgerald left the team and won't do won't do things for them? Uh, I don't know. I don't know him at all. I don't know. He's around their facility a lot. He's sort of, but he is kind of a quiet a ambassador, guy. right? Yeah, he owns some of the Suns. Yeah. He's got a piece of that. Yeah, I don't know. I always heard Larry. that um, Larry hates yeah, Kyler. He didn't like the last regime. Yeah, yeah that yeah, when he didn't Kyler like, came in yeah. and um, yeah, that, that's pretty little, much documented that those two are like meh could do without him but it was uh and you know a lot of people probably said that's ego larry's on his way out kyler became the face of the franchise and like they were selling jerseys his and, offense right yeah. and he's barking at larry fitzgerald and larry's looking at him going you're not very good yet don't yell at me could have come from cliff just as easy because cliff is the one who could have you know put him in more if he well, felt like he had more of a you you said it during that in in season hard knocks, oh, you saw the, the, the Kingsbury term. just got he had nothing. Oh, no, yeah, nobody. Respected like I look it. at Robert Sala right now on on the current version, and you're like, that's a leader. Yeah, that's a leader. I still don't even see him. I think he's in over his head. 
I think he's a defensive does, gem. I yeah, just feel yeah. like he's good and he says well, good yeah, stuff, well, but I don't know if he's we'll got We'll find to. out because he, he pulled Hackett out of the Denver heap. And if Hackett doesn't do anything. Hackett's just there because Favre is. Mm-hmm. And that's, or, or not Favre, but no, the but Rodgers. No, that's, that's all right. Yeah, I like yeah, the yeah, 40 yeah, and yeah, slip. Yeah, it was a good, good. the same guy. <laughs> just General Packer yeah. moving to the Jets. And you're like looking at Rodgers the whole time. He can't be like this. Yeah. This guy. He's awesome. I really like him now. <laughs> Damn it. John, I love my Cardinals, yeah, but I would love it. them more when Bidwell's gone. Yeah, get rid of them. And, and, you, and, of and again, that. hope that I, – I know it sounds terrible and it's going to put – but you've got a good – I think you've got somebody brilliant in this Monty – what's his name, the new GM. Yeah. Because if he did what he did back in April knowing this was coming, he, he manipulated the system better than anybody has in ages, knowing we're going to lose a draft pick. You morons have mucked this up so bad that we're going to lose some. I'm going to come in and I'm going to make this right. Now, if the NFL really wants to get squirrely, they'll pull them both going, you don't get a first rounder next year. It just They just disappear. That'd be a huge precedent. That'd right. be like a Sterling Clippers what? level precedent. Yeah. But how dumb is Michael Bidwell to allow the burner phone situation? And Steve Wilkes For was these brilliant. stories... Not just the Wilkes story, but the yeah. whole thing about that Mexico trip is is bad. Well, not even the, the Mexico trip isn't even out there yet. Like that's something. But this whole burner phone thing. No, but that's how the Kugler thing started. That's sure. where all the rumors came from. from but the Kugler. burner phone thing is where they're going to get nailed now. Right. The Mexico thing is going to be a, a bigger issue later. But the the burner phone th- and all those people that turned on Bidwell earlier in the year, Ron Miniger, and all those emails that they made public saying we hate that you, you've turned into a that was dick. written. I used to know you. You're not the same guy. Like, Miniger is a good dude. Like, he's been a nice guy. And he basically said, this franchise has run itself into the dirt from the top down because of you. Since and, the old man died. Well, the old man was no treat either. But at least, he, like, Michael had a good reputation with his workers at first. Something happened. But he's a, that is dumb. He's just not bad. As, as a fan of sports, I've seen a lot of dumb owners come and go. He's right up there right now. If he, if he play pretends he doesn't know about this... That's worse management than if you knew. And whoever your PR... And how close are you with Steve Kime that you were willing to risk this with the burner phones and allowing... And and you know what? You treated Steve Wilkes so poorly as your head coach. You gave him... uh, You traded up to get the draft. You had one year, and then you fired him anyway because you guys were so inept at what you did. And then... uh, You wanted a buddy. You know what? The, The worm turned on you, and deservedly so. You've treated that dude like garbage, and he sat in a room with a bunch of lawyers and NFL officials and said, yeah, I thought it was immoral, but, you know, look, my first time head coaching, I'm brand new. Uh, I didn't know what to do. I'm not going to rat out my brand. Uh, that's a reputation you don't want. You don't start ratting out. Maybe this is the norm that I didn't know for head coaches and general managers to always be in contact, even in trouble. John, Elon dropped $44 billion on Twitter. The Cardinals are barely three. Come on, can we get <laughs> right. him to kind of you got kick a little loose change me. down there? Loads of billionaires. <laughs> Be staring at this thing going, I'll take it. Did Jay-Z get hold of the Redskins? Is that his operation now? Or did he lose that Is deal? Jay-Z in on that? I thought, I thought it was Jay-Z and Magic were the was. I don't know who ended up getting it. I know Magic is part of it, All but right. like he's like just There's billionaires. PR. Look, they, Kylie Jenner could get a group together and buy the Cardinals, and I'd be all over it. There might not be a sports franchise that Magic isn't involved in. Yeah, he's got a lot. The bottom line Either is... Either that or that uh, Saudi hedge fund will uh, take that. The alfalfa guy? Yeah, yeah maybe. Oh, was, maybe, yes. maybe alfalfa, yes. Saudi alfalfa. Jeez like, Louise, I'm Saudi Arabian alfalfa. <laughs> 
I'll have Saudi Arabian alfalfa own the team. That's fine by me. Fred is really mad. He's out in the yeah. water this morning. <laughs> We're I talking love about that. Saudi Arabia alfalfa and buckwheat owning the team. I think I'd be all for that. <laughs> I think we should draft him, buckwheat. <laughs> Praise Allah. Yeah, Saudi Arabia alfalfa is like here all the time, keeping an eye on his alfalfa farm that we don't get to ever have any of, but we use all our water on, and everybody's like quiet about it, and it's a big money deal, so it's like, ah, we can use the Colorado River, all of it for this. But uh, yeah, he can buy it up. I'd be fine with that. But Cardinal fans, if you're religious, if you have some sort of a feeling of like uh, you can push things into the air, do what you need to do. Pray for the demise of the Bidwell family that they have to sell this. It's time they went away. The common denominator in failure in the Cardinals... Brady doesn't like when I do this. The Cardinals no. franchise is the Bidwell name. It is a constant anchor on the team. And they can say, well, we've owned it for blah, blah, blah. You haven't done anything good with it. You've had a couple little spike years. That's what bad franchises do. And then they go right back to being themselves. Cardinal going to Cardinal. That happens. It's a fact. And they're doing it again in the worst possible way. And, and now with all the... You know, social media and news and everything paying attention. The worst thing they ever did was get good for a little while because then eyes turned on them. And now they get exposed at everything they do stupid. They are dumb. And this isn't egregious. It's just dumb. I just thought of another new owner. That's why I was laughing. Who's that? Joel Osteen. <laughs> purchases it, yeah. the Cardinals. You know, my daddy, when he was running this Lakewood church, he I never would have dreamed I'd own the Summit and the Cardinals. It's pretty amazing. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. And we don't have burner phones. We have a direct line to Jesus. But Steve Wilkes, good on you, man, because you got treated like garbage. That's the, that, is, that was the worst thing. They hired a black guy to, to get credit. Kyman and Bidwell slapped themselves in the back going, we hired a Negro. Aren't we wonderful? And then like half a year later, they're like, we screwed this up something fierce. What were we thinking with Josh Rosen. Uh, we got to trade There's everybody. A young, strapping yeah. white man yeah, available was, in the college ranks. That good-looking whitey over there in Texas, he could replace our African debacle. And Steve Wilkes got treated like garbage, and I'm glad he's the mouth that's going to take him out without being, like, bitter. Just telling him, eh, that organization's a mess. I'm glad they fired me. You got out right in time, Wilkes. You'll get another chance with a decent operation someday. This isn't it. But credit where credit's due. This new general manager came in, and maybe he just blindly did this, but I I see this as a completely intentional, all right, this season is a wash, and we're going to be a mess for a little bit. So let's start thinking about what we have to do, worst-case scenario. Best-case scenario, they don't take the pick. You're probably going to end up with one and two. They're taking something. Monty rolls in probably every morning. This is good coffee. Okay, I want you to clean the back seats of the... You don't talk to me like that. I'm the owner. Hey, look, midget idiot. You don't talk to me at all. I'm fixing your errors. I'm the cleaner here. I'm like Harvey Keitel of general managers. I'm coming in. I drive very fast, try to keep Absolutely. up. You know what he's done? Uncle Mike? What was he thinking? You stuck real bad, Cardinals. You stuck real bad. You're bleeding real hard. Yeah, idiots. Just flat idiots. And I, for one, sit back and I'm like, well, people calling me a prophet on the emails. I was right about the draft pick. I didn't see the phone call thing getting in their face this early, but it did. So stupid. What a dumb organization. That's right, Cardinals. You're done. Fix it.
you're charging people a lot of money Man. and putting a crap product on the field. And then you want us to say nothing? Sponsors, too, you know? I, I mean, guarantee you he's going to come at, like, anybody, like me or any sports station that says you're an idiot. I don't think the sports stations will do it because he'll threaten them. Well, one of them won't. One of them won't because they're the flagship. Yeah. But they should. Right. And he would he would take his operate he'd take his ball and he'd leave him and he yep. and he'd threaten him with a money pull. It all goes away in a week. Oh yeah, game oh, one. It's yep, yeah. And then and then they're just rosy and happy about everything that's going on and they and they shouldn't be. Wolfley should be the one most angry. Like this is his passion. That Ron Wolfley is passionate about this terrible team and he needs to be the one saying so. Well, we're joined with uh, Twin Peaks this year. Yeah. Again for Cardinal games. Yeah. We're going to go out as a station. I'm going to invite people out that are true Cardinal fans. We'll yeah. take pictures. We'll post about them and all that. And loudly I boo. I hate the Cardinals. <laughs> but I will do that. You're just going for the football game and the free food that yes, the listeners buy exactly. you. Because you don't pay a bill. I put it on the table. All right. Uh, anyway, that's my rant about the Cardinals because I was sitting there thinking. Well, I kept getting these things going. You called it. You're a genius. I didn't even know about the first round pick. I thought, well, they already done it. They accused right. him of tanking the season already. Monty Austin, I think that's his yeah. last name. That dude is. I think you're right. That dude's got something. If he's even if he goofed and did this, he's still better than any GM they've had in a long time. Yeah, Steve Kime is the the one to blame. But maybe silver lining. Steve yeah. Kime blew this thing so badly that they make they make you have new owners. Looks what's going. I mean, the excitement about the Suns with Matt Ishby. You get a guy that's energetic, got tons of money, willing to spend it on the team in the right ways. Monty Austinfort looks like he was assigned by the mob to come clean something up. He's got that look about him. He does. He's got the smile. He's smiling, but behind it, it's like, I'll kill every, I'll kill every mother effer in here if I have to. Uh, Brett's going out this morning. Speaking of killing folks and the mob, uh, this is it for Operation Hydration. The last stop, folks. This is the last one of summer. If you can believe it, Labor Day being this weekend, we always go from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And Brett is going out today uh, to Queen Creek, Queen Creek and Power Road. And you can, uh, for the last time with us, you can do this all year oh, yeah, if you yeah, feel yeah. like it. Yeah, it's but, not uh, over. No, Operation Hydration has come to an end the way we know it. But you guys can always give if you want to. But donate a case of water to help out uh, the Valley's homeless this summer. Hot summer. We're getting uh, day 53 of 110 or more today. It's hot. And, uh, you know, it's they not. They were so happy when that ticked to 110 yesterday. Oh, it's going to happen again today. And they're going to they be were, thrilled. That was a oh. breaking news alert on yeah. KTAR. So happy that we're going to bust Record. records. But you know we what? did it. It's hot here. Records broke. Big deal. We're all still here. It breaks today if it makes But the issue is. Right today. Well, is we got to get the homeless people their water. Or you guys are caught in the semantics of this. Stop it, old men. It's like having two two old dudes on a porch that got I don't know. In the weather talk. Uh, yeah, helping out the homeless. And uh, everybody who needs water, again, nobody in the city should die for a lack of water. And, man, did you guys put a dent in that this year, along with our friends at Lerner and Rowe, uh, Lawson Family Plumbing, which was just an amazing help this year. They dropped off tons of water. Um, Liquid Death, which not only dropped off tons of water, but got their friends over at Suero to give us so much water it didn't fit in the facility. And if you've been to this facility, it's massive. But 26,000 bottles of water takes up a lot of room. Thanks to those guys. Uh, um, who am I missing? Uh, Liquid Death, you lost the family plumbing. Uh, uh, Learner and Row. Oh, Port of Subs. Yeah. And then another one, uh, my holiday decor. Scott, the guy who does my Christmas lights at uh, Margie May Holiday Decor, last week walks in and drops a check for a couple thousand bucks. Let's put this towards the water drop. Which is awesome. We, we broke that out. That's like 10 pallets. Yeah, and I text him. I'm like, hey, that was totally unexpected, and thank you. And he goes, I'm just in a good position right now where I can help people, so I'm going to do it. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. 
This is this is what gives you hope for humanity. That kind of stuff right there. And if you ever want your Christmas stuff done properly, and you're tired of it like I was, and you just want somebody else to do it, they keep the lights. It's, it, you just you just rent lights basically, and they hold them, and they're never not out. You don't have to untangle a single thing, and you can do anything you want. Trees, uh, your house, everything. They're amazing. You can go to mmholidaydecor.com. And uh, my man Scott and his crew will come out there, take a look at it. He also does, uh, like, weddings, and he'll light up any event you want. He can do uh, backyard stuff. He's great. Uh, Quinceañeras. Oh, everything. You got Quinceañeras, he'll do it. Uh, get it all together. Anything you need for lighting needs. Uh, he'll do permanent cafe lights in your backyard. He'll relight your whole backyard if you got 30 different patio lights you need. Cha- he, do, he did that. He came to my house, and I have cafe lights over a little area, that uh, a sitting area. And they're kind of neat, but over five years, the sun does some. And, they, they, and at night, I started to notice they were dingy and orange. And I didn't realize. I'm like, is that how they've always been? He's like, I'll change them. Came out, put all the new light, did it himself. I didn't. I was never going to do this ever. And he came out and he did it all. They're screaming bright, beautiful LED lights. I'm like, man, oh man. I, I would have not known where to get the lights. They're just these weird little bulbs. Looks amazing. He's a good dude, and that was really nice of him to do. So thanks to them, too. And thanks to all of you guys for dropping water off all summer. A last hurrah this morning. Queen Creek and Power Roads. That's where Brett is. Uh, 7 to 9 a.m. That's where he's going to be. Queen Creek and Power Roads. Uh, Head on over there and uh, drop off a little bit. And, you know, an envelope for Brett, maybe. And thanks to Brett also for going out in this hot summer every day with that look on his face. He was bumping Ice Cube the whole way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's throwing the cube out. I'm wrong with that. But Brett will be out there and probably uh, just pulling in as we speak. So hop on over there and uh, drop some water at the Safeway. And thanks to Safeway and Albertsons, too. Forgot to say that. They were always the ones uh, helping us out uh, by having the water front and center while we were there at all the Safeway Albertsons locations who helped us all summer. So many people did, and it's pretty amazing. So thank you guys for all of what you've done. Uh, and if you were unnamed, I apologize. But so many of you stepped up, it's kind of hard to keep the list. Uh, Toledo, what do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop. Go see Josh and the boys over in the corner of Gilbert and Southern in Mesa. They've got all of your mountain biking needs, oh, yeah. uh, electric or otherwise. And uh, on the list, a lot of stuff today from your hand-delivered ticket. Oh. Jerry was a race car driver from uh, Primus. And you know what? He still is. <laughs> right. It didn't change anything. It ain't changing a thing. Uh, Harvester of Sorrow for you and for Metallica this weekend. Uh, Rob's a big Van Morrison fan. Apparently today's his birthday, so he asked for moon dance. 78. <laughs> a wonderful time for a moon dance. Uh, play the whole song from Ice Cube. Come on, do it. I would love to. Uh, I don't like the edited version. It's right. it's cheap. Uh, Enter Sandman, but Ghost's version? Not very good. It's okay. about that yesterday. Uh, Motor Breath from Metallica. Another one for you. Uh, one for Megan. For what she had to endure yesterday. <laughs> you don't know because you weren't there after her, her deals with the AKs. Well, we have to go with uh, one of the bands. Well, let's go with Five Finger this week. Okay. Find me a Five Finger Death Punch song for the Metallica weekend that is upon us. And again, KUPD is doing a big fat Metallica weekend where you can win all sorts of merchandise from Metallica. T-shirts, boxes of it. Win a grill from our friends at Prestige Billiards. That's pretty awesome. And uh, gift cards. From uh, Twin Peaks, that's going to be incredible. $100 gift cards getting tossed around. All you got to do is listen to 98KUPD on the app, our app right there. Or you can go to 98KUPD.com and listen. And after four hours of listening, we're going to start raining down prizes. That's it. And Metallica Weekend is going to start Friday and roll all the way through Monday. 
And uh, you get to hear a ton of Metallica while they're here this weekend in tribute to the biggest rock concert that maybe has ever been in America. It is huge. How many people? Uh, the biggest one in Phoenix. You can't have two nights with Metallica and go over a hundred and something thousand people and not call it the biggest rock show that's ever graced us. But it's pretty awesome. It's another musician birthday. Okay. Rudolph Shanker. Oh, uh, why do I know that? Shanker does the... Uh, I'm blanking. I know, I know you're going to kick yourself. Founder of the Scorpions. The Scorpions, yes. Damn it, I was thinking a German thing. I couldn't think of the damn 75. name. 75. Shanka. 75-year-old Scorpions. Still rocking like a hurricane. Wow. And now it's their bowels. Holy smokes. All right, we'll go under and over it with uh, five-finger death punch. Now, that's Sunday. They're going to open. Ice Nine Kills, five-finger death punch in Metallica. Sunday. Pantera. Holy uh, Mammoth. Mammoth WVH. Whew. Those are some shows right there. Pantera's got me real interested, and I know Metallica's going to be great. Uh, it's Five Finger. It's Concert Psyching Rock for the huge weekend of rock music here in town. It's 98 KUPD. Followed by a massive roar from the crowd. Uh, that is going to be awesome. Ride the lightning. Part of the... Uh, humongous weekend of Metallica. Can't wait. It's going to be fun. Haven't looked forward to a concert like this in a while just because of the spectacle of it, more so than even the bands playing. What a thing. It's an event. Uh, And that's going to be awesome. So we get ready for that. Brett's out there this morning. He's at Queen Creek and Power Road for the final uh, Operation Hydration stop of summer 2023. And Brett, thinking back, man, oh man, this went fast, first of all. Super fast. Just For you. <laughs> right. yeah, you had to drag a little bit because you had to stand in the heat. But think of what yeah. has, has been accomplished from all this as the, the folks come by and do that. You, not only you had to stand in the heat, people had to come out in the heat to meet with you. And they did that in droves oh, as well. So uh, well done I on did. your it's part as well. Great. And all our sponsors and my friend, again, like I said, uh, Margie May Holiday Decor dropped off a check for a couple grand. We had the folks at Suero drop off. More water than anybody ever has ever in the history of water donations. They dropped off their uh, electrolyte water, which is awesome. Good stuff, too, actually. It's really good. Sugar-free, kind of a, a Pedialyte taste, but it's got less yeah. less weirdness to it than Pedialyte. It's awesome. So, uh, Brett, uh, last day out there, uh, tell us what you've got left. What are you doing? Uh, I tell you what, the QC is making it count today. I got I got to right, right away, I got to throw... Uh, throw a shout out to gothic landscaping says uh i didn't get the guy's name but he he came over and dropped me a couple fuzzles i got i got he dropped three bills with me <laughs> you got you some fuzzles is that what that is nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't even know what that means but it sounds terrible yeah. i thought fuzzle was something you called <laughs> it homosexual like pasta. well we got pasta puzzle too but that, you know yeah, I mean, that's with money in it <laughs> yeah yeah ah, I no, you <laughs> ever see donnie brasco come on I had, but I didn't know Fazul's were money. I didn't know that oh, was yeah. a common thing. I thought I'll, that was code in Donnie Brasco. You, huh. If, you're getting, you if your phones are tapped, you yeah. got to use those terms. I understand that, but his aren't, right. are they? I guess that's true. All right, well, you just talk, and I'll sit and listen. I'm nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we're out here at... Uh, we're out here at Queen Creek and uh, the Power Road out here at the Safeway. You can't miss us. Again, like you said, Operation Hydration, final day. Let's make it count. Kick it in the ass. Let's go out in style. Uh, you know, we're taking those water donations again. If you, if you don't got time, swing by, drop an envelope off. I'll take care of it. I'll go in there and buy that stuff for you. Uh, while you're out here, we're signing you guys up for Shinedown tickets and Avenged Sevenfold. And, of course, we got uh, 
you know, we got those Porta Sub gift cards. You make a nice donation, I'll hook you up with a family uh, family pack of uh, Porta Subs. Uh, and of course, you know, like you said, we got to thank our, our friends. They've been with us the whole time. Lerner and Rowe, uh, obviously Albertsons and Safeway, Lawson Family Plumbing, great plumbing company there. Uh, Liquid Death, and I'm probably forgetting somebody, but uh, Porta Subs, you know, and you the court. Yeah, Porta Subs. Yep, yep I got them. Yep. All right, good. And uh, and again, got to thank Gothic Landscaping for dropping that cash off over right. here. So. Three Come on out. We'll yeah. be hanging out here till like nine. That's right. Yeah. With a pound of gravy. Three for- How's your face? Brett's face hurts. Brett's face is killing him. Oh, another day of bad it's face. It's a nightmare. Yeah. And it's just, you're supposed <laughs> to get a nightmare. root canal because you had a tooth do another. You've had the worst luck this summer with teeth cracking. Like you busted a couple of them and now you got to go, you got to go do it again. I'm trying to fit in on those West Side remotes that they got me on. You know, I got <laughs> just, just pulling teeth. Ridiculous. Like you summered yeah. in the UK. Yeah, it's not even a, like I'm an... Telling you. It would be different if it was a hygiene issue. The man's just having bad luck no. with teeth busting on him for no reason. <laughs> like, you know, oh, I, I ate a popcorn. There's a kernel in it. <laughs> and then days later, he's in the dentist again. And, you're, and by yeah, the way, I'm... whoever Brett's dentist is, you're about to get punched in the face. Because Brett went there to get <laughs> fixed yesterday. He came in this morning and goes, I tell you, that guy doesn't fix this today. Like you were there yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> and he had to wait for the Novocaine to wear off. I'm like, pull the tote. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but he's, you got to go back again. Oh, it's miserable. Yeah. Well, you keep your head up even though it hurts, and uh, and thanks for everything you're I'm doing. Trying. Again, three days grace. Chevelle right. tickets are great. Event seven full tickets. He's got it all up there. So drop off some water and help Brett out this morning, and then the family packs from Port of Subs. All the good things. Brett, you've done a great job. Thank you. Thank you. All right, See there you. you go. See you. There you go. Brett Fessley out there this morning doing doing God's work, Brady. By the way, I just got an email that I really enjoyed. Brett would have liked this a lot if he was still with us. Bless Brett. We'll miss him. But uh, uh, it's, uh, it said, uh, John, you're really great at impressions, and it uh, praised me for impressions. I'm like, ah, it's very nice of you. Thank you. And he goes, now, can you teach people impressions? And I'm like, oh, we're going through this again. Uh, it kind of sort of, I think everybody can do it. It's a matter of how you hear things and like the control and where you put your sounds and nose. And he goes, can you teach Toledo to do a Mitch McConnell? And I immediately dropped dead laughing. I realized I'd walked down the primrose path of my arrogance thinking, of course I could teach you the ways, but it would take time. He's like, just teach Toledo a Mitch McConnell. What the f*** is going on with that guy? Got to put an age limit on all of our politicians. Absolutely. Well, not necessarily an age limit, but a term limit. They were talking about his re-election campaign. Still, it's still that was on, the question. He's 81. His re-election campaign shouldn't be something we're thinking of. No. Joe Arpaio announced his candidacy again for mayor. He's 92. But Mitch McConnell's thing yesterday, I couldn't. You can't help but laugh at that. You want to tell us a little about how your election, uh, your re-election's going to go next year for your new campaign? Oh. And then the helper. Completely turtle. That makes Did it you worse. hear the question, sir? <laughs> We're going to take a little break, folks. About- well, yeah, he's taking a break. I can see it. His break is mental. <laughs> how about the news that put the countdown clock on it? 32 <laughs> I didn't, I didn't seconds. That. Well, then, that's a lot. How long do you wait before Still you realize? Under the first one was uh, 43 or Was it really? Like yeah. yeah. And oh two times in the last, like, month and a half, he's, he's been unable to function. And his eyes just look at the person next to him like, the aliens yeah, have me. eyes are moving. So Lisa says because the school that they have to be trained in, um, uh, like, seizures. Yeah. She goes, that's a seizure. It's a little tiny Tia or a seizure. Yeah, there's no question. Yeah. They're small, yeah. but it's happening. He's, yep. he's, I completely agree with that. And it's, and it's for his own benefit to make him go sit Absolutely. out a few plays. 
he and Diane Feinstein can go to prom oh, together, geez, but they're worse. marching around like they're going to still be there in the next election cycle. What is going on? And then Biden. Yes, I, I, look, I'm going Republican and Democrat. I'm saying, yes, Biden. Like, you see Mitch McConnell saying, I'm like, Jesus Christ, who's running this thing? I go visit my friend Paula, who's 92, and there's more life and vibrancy at the Legacy uh, Retirement Home than there's ever been in our White House. Like, our full leadership, our one in three, are both in big trouble. Get all three on a speaking circuit right now. I think some Mitch Mick's a good friend. Yeah, that's, that's no it. joke. Make him stand up more so the blood goes to his feet. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Clearly, he's running for re-election. Where are you taking? I, I think he is. We'll be right back. You can't. We'll be right back. Life. You can't have the. You can't have everybody just see a technical difficulty no. screen and fix Mitch and then bring him back. And the oh, that'd be great if it flashed up. With the circle going on yeah. the colors, but I but I can't teach Toledo uh, how to do a Mitch McConnell. It's I'll impossible. Work on it. Yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Asking me those questions, I walked right into it. Well, you know, it is kind of a gift, I guess. You know, <laughs> could you teach Toledo a McConnell? Like, okay, goddamn it, that's brilliant. Well played. Uh, it's time now for Brady to do all the damage he does in what's called the Brady Report. Brought to you by our friends over at Hooters, and this is the last week. I will tell you on a Thursday, head to Hooters for some food. Head to Hooters for football. That's happening starting next week. But right well, now, there's summer. How much football this weekend, John? Not on a Thursday, dipstick. Listen, could, this is where he needs the McConnell weekend. more than ever. I'm not talking about this week, and that's why I said, on a, hey, practice this. That's a good one. That was really excellent. <laughs> Do more McConnelly. Talking about Thursday. Tonight's the last Thursday, I'm going to tell you, for 20 more weeks. Can't have this. Thursdays are gold. Uh, you can head to Hooters now, though, and get in on their scrumptious seafood specials. A dozen oysters, $20.99, and a pound of snow crab legs for $22.99. This is the last Thursday. The place isn't going to be just jam-packed with people watching football. So take advantage of the seaworthy summer at Hooters for one last Thursday before football takes over. Brady reported. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hmm? Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. <laughs> very Biden. That's from my no joke. Hello, world. Right. Happy National Trail Mix Day. <laughs> Megan's favorite road trip snack, isn't it? No, trail mix would be a reasonable snack. Oh, that's right. She brought cinnamon rolls and bean dip <laughs> with chips and shelled peanuts for a road trip. <laughs> Your car looked like Bill Johnson's? I'm getting gas, thinking everybody's in on the idea. I'm like, hey, when you pop into the Safeway there, grab some uh, road trip food. Okie dokie. Comes back. I'm going to just give soup and like a roasted chicken. What am I supposed to do as the driver with shelled peanuts? Gives you the leg yeah. of the chicken. But you love shelled peanuts. Yeah, but I'm driving. Oh, well, then try this. Bean dip and Fritos. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with the bean dip? Well, you put it in here. But Brady would have known. Sauce moto. But yeah. you, you don't dip and drive. Here's a candy apple. No, I, no. Not road food. Beef jerky. You know, Pringles. We're this is what we're talking about. A candy apple. <laughs> Here's candy apples and some hot soup. Oh, yeah. Great idea. Road trip machine. couple of baseless fun facts. MLB uses an average of 84 to 120 balls per game. I was wondering that the other day because it's twice as much as it used to be. 900,000 per season. Yeah. Oh, man. They budget $10 million. 
each year. That ball gets usually a ball gets two pitches at this point. I mean, if it touches the dirt on a pitch, it it goes uh, away. Catcher, like I'm watching my team, Cal Raleigh's constantly chucking them over to the, yeah, yeah. reaching up for the ump. And the crazy part is, is that all those un, uh, like the unusable ones after one or two goes to the minor leagues. I didn't know that. Remember when baseball used to be a guy I would get they the had ball, their own stamp he'd balls. want a new ball. Oh yeah, yeah. And he, you never see that anymore. A pitcher never gets a ball and waves it like ump. I want another one. This one's got a scuff, or it's not. It's too like sometimes the the thread. If you ever pitched, you know that sometimes the threads will cause a blister. They're a little too too high. Yeah, and he'll give it back. I want a little flatter ball. I want to throw four seamers. I got to go over two. They don't do that anymore. Costco loses forty million a year by selling those rotisserie chickens at four ninety nine. No road trip. Food. It's worth it though because they want people again in the store. Once they do, oh, they lost, hit that three hundred dollar loss leader. Yeah. John Quincy Adams thought the Earth was hollow and approved a journey to travel to the center of the planet to prove it. But he lost the next election to Andrew Jackson. Before it could happen, Jackson killed the plan. Yeah, bringing that plan back, Bram. Get everybody down in the core. Yeah, core. Taking trains. Good Amtrak. When I was a kid, we used to dig holes, try to find Chinese people. No. Never worked out, but you know what I always found? We never found like anything. The more we dug, the bigger the hole, which means it's hollow. 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 Oh, my God. We found and, hobbits. We found Middle Earth. You and Mitch and Diane need a road trip. Orcs. We fought the orcs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gone. My little friends down there. Mitch McConnell was there. Remember Mitch? Hey, remembers. Mitch, a friend of mine. A friend of mine. That's no joke. When the US- Mitch remembers. Don't question it. Mitch remembers. <laughs> Look at him. Clearly, he's in deep thought. All he's doing is thinking about what he remembers. He's not, he's not blanking out. That's rude. Blink, bitch. Blink three times if you're remembering. <laughs> Look at him go. Blinking away. Look to your right and hold that pose if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. When the U.S. became a country in 1776. Hey, wait. Here comes Diane Feinstein. Look at her. Spry. Jumpy. Wipe her chin. Spry? Wipe her chin. That's she's what got, you called spry? It's like she's been eating cream corn again. Oh. Yeah, cream corn. She actually probably has. She's doing the caterpillar? Uh, cream corn's a little chunky. She's got to go more puree. If you got a puree of cream corn, you can't be in charge of a state. Yeah. Core. <laughs> Turn to the center of the earth. You're going to get it done. When the U.S. became a country in 1776, China's population was already over 300 million. Right. It's our population today. I mean, that's amazing. Chinese people, man, <laughs> they do, and it's really weird because we—I think we as Americans see them as little robots of the terrible government, but they are a procreating group. They get it done. There's no pulling out in China. It is a full, you know, Luke Skywalker into the two-meter hole. He is landing that shot almost every time. It seems. If you're planning on uh, having a hamburger this Labor Day weekend, you might be in this group. Come on, Brady. You might be in this group. Uh, you're in the group. <laughs> oh, I know I am. Yeah. Just one? A study found that 12% of us are consuming half of all the beef eaten in the U.S. 12% wow. of people eat half of the beef made in the United States. Yep. Tulane University found this to be fact. No, that's <laughs> one in eight Americans are serious meat eaters. 
Well, I think researchers were surprised to find uh, so few people are consuming so much meat. So who are the people that are eating steaks on steaks on steaks? I don't think that's accurate. You go to Steak 44, you can't get a table. The ones most likely to be in that 12% are men and people between the ages of 50 and 65. Meat eaters. It was a part of a study of an environmental impacts of meat. According specifically looked at beef because it was the biggest impact on global emissions. What? I just got confirmation from my neighbor Michael. He said, I've always told you 12% of the country is meat eaters. I'm like, oh, I see. <laughs> I'm a meat eater, but not the way he wants. According to Google's, there's only 8 million adults who consider themselves vegetarian or vegan. That's like really low. Really low percentage-wise. That isn't an accurate. Tulane, I don't think that's a very good school anyway. That's just a bad study. 12% of the population is eating half of the meat. What does that do to the other half? Basically, they're eating double of what everybody else says. Triple. Well, quadruple. To, to cover. I, I don't, now, now that I'm trying to do the math, that's like the 20th mostest thing. <laughs> 12% is eating half the meat. Then 100% is eating the rest of it. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I just did Wait, some what? I just did some sideways math. Now keep in mind, I'm terrible at math. Help walk us through this. But twelve percent is eating fifty percent of the meat. 50%. So the other fifty percent is eaten by the hundred percent remaining. Eighty eight percent No. Oh yeah, because not yeah. everyone's a meat. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an SAT question and the rest of it is being eaten by all the other people who so, eat meat. No, but he's right. The other 88% is eating 50%. So 12% of the population. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you don't eat meat or you're in that Right, 88% stat. is eating 50%. I understand yeah, what they're saying. Right, it's right, like right. 1% of the population right, right. holds all that. Right. But it's still kind of like a weird thing to say. 12% is eating 50% of it, and then 88% is eating also 50% of it. Just right. 100%. So 100% of people that eat meat are eating meat. <laughs> it's just we got a lot of pigs. There's... There's uh, 12 right. out of every 100 of them are yeah, eating right. 12 out of 100 are like, I'm going to eat more meat. They're just voracious meat eaters versus meat eaters. Brady. Right. Brady <laughs> versus me. Now, Brady eats Wait a minute, you eat a lot of 88% of the meat in this room that's provided to us, but we still <laughs> eat meat. Yeah? Yes. But if you broke it down to a room of four, Brady is mass consuming more meat than us on a regular basis. Because I probably don't eat meat five days a week. And not because I don't want to. I just kind of find something else to eat. You're uh, talking any meat? You don't eat my, uh, chicken, chicken, chicken here and there. But most of the time it's like I'll eat fish or or uh, salads and stuff like that. I like salads. Maybe that's it. What a, what fish and chicken, they're all considered but all meat, I'm right? saying, all I'm saying is, is like maybe two days a week I eat meat. Or is like meat. beef. Yeah, yeah, and all have and you probably six have ounces of six to eight nobody ounces. Nobody has to, but nobody's nobody's believing that in the first place. It's at least thirty ounces a day. <laughs> no, John, so you have six to eight a day. Yeah, of meat. I would say yeah, of between, red meat every day. Oh, not red meat. No, oh, yeah, that's what I'm it's saying. It's mostly chicken. It's beef, like you said, beef, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But what but what is considered meat? You're Are they just we probably have, beef? I have uh, meat probably. Uh, Two to three times a week. Right. Beef. You, but Rest you, is chicken and... You eat meat. Yeah. Every day. Yep. Okay. 
John, as a serial killer aficionado, you should know that 13% of the population does 50% of the murders. Okay. I didn't know that. It'll take me a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Again. Give me a few seconds with the numbers you've just provided, and then I'll still be confused. 13%. 13% of 50% of the population kills all the people. Huh? Huh? I'll work with that. Someone went through the uh, Social Security Administration's official list of baby names from last year and cherry-picked some of the weirdest ones. The weirdest girls' names. Minnow, Banksy, Delight, Katniss, Sparkle. For sure a dancer. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Pearly, Menorah, Canary, Bethlehem, Chai, Strawberry, and finally Cinderella. (laughs) The boys. You got Barley, Dragon, Texas, Utah, Daytona, Fender, Cleaver, Gilead, Cotton, Rooster, Chaos, Ruckus, Crash, Forbes, Lancelot, and finally, Awesome. Awesome's a solid name. Did you see the thing that they did the... uh they always have the sweet 16 or of terrible names going in schools. Uh, this year, a guy did a video of the like names the football that are the best college just, names. Yeah. And, uh, oh, those are awesome. It's a few gems in this year's batch. And I think it might be last year a little bit, too, like some of these guys that came out. But the real names that... Uh, well, they made the list two years in a row. DeColdis Crawford, General Booty. General Booty was uh, last Kool-Aid year. Kool-Aid McKinstry, who plays for Alabama. I love Kool-Aid. Major Burns. That's right. Uh, Major Burns is a real guy's name. Uh, Octavius Oxidine. Uh, Mobility. <laughs> yep, that's a real one. Cavassier uh, Smoke. Shita uh, Silla. Good luck with that one. Because um, it's actually spelled horribly. Steel Chambers, which I like. He plays for Ohio State, Brady. Storm Duck. Storm uh, Pig Duck. Cage. That's a real guy's name. Pig Cage. Fish McWilliams. These are all college players. Memorable Factor is a guy's name. He's a linebacker that plays at Kentucky. He looks like one of the uh, Culkins. He's is a, that right? He looks like a Culkin completely. It's crazy, but I Some love that stuff. fans are screaming in on text now. ASU football starts tonight, John. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> ASU football going already ended two days ago yeah. when they said, eh, season doesn't mean a thing. You see how pissed Dillingham was? But he he just, his, he's just loud. Well, but he told his told his players, "We had a day, get it out. Yeah, and I won't talk about Cry, it. Cry, and we won't talk about it." He's kind of like coherent Biden to me. <laughs> Go ahead and have yourself a day, and we're not going to talk about it ever again. I'll like it's like, wow, you're coherent Biden. Again. Like you make sentences, <laughs> but you just shout everything. This thirty-year-old guy named Rashad McGriff got arrested in Vero Beach, Florida, on Tuesday. After attacking his girlfriend for making fun of his tiny junk. She's 42, 12 years older than him. They have three kids together. So his tiny junk does work. Yeah. Uh, but she's sued him multiple times for not paying child support. Sounds like she intentionally tried to press some buttons there. Yeah. Monday, she texted him a photo of another guy's junk. And he hates the word Telling buttons. him his was much smaller. She's been calling him a button for a long time. When they got there, he attacked her at midnight. 
She had a bloody nose, and the cops got there. She told him he grabbed her by the neck and then punched her in the face. Tiny junk guys have to just be satisfied that they banged the girl in the first place. I find it hard to that believe they were in the room. Yeah, that they that, that he's buying in on a tiny junk thing. But looks you know, like Kanye. It's out there. Tiny, relative compared to the one that she was uh, with. Probably because I'm looking at uh, Tone Loke here and I'm thinking she expected something more than just the regs. He's off the rack. Probably got a decent one, but it's tiny from what I would expect from a guy that looks like Joey Porter. And it, you know, the fact that she's sending him another uh, picture of another dude's junk, saying this is right. what I'm with. But again, you still hammered it. You still put babies in it. At one point or another, she was spreading open for the tiny. So just be satisfied that you had it and stop worrying about her, you know, her honey hole getting ruined by some giant rock. You don't want in there anymore. It's 25-year-old kid, Liam Brown, pled guilty this week. He lives in Poole, England. He pled guilty to sexual penetration with a living animal. The cow guy? Yep. Yeah, I saw a little bit. I couldn't read it. Grew up. Around the farm, his Don't family's like, "Yeah, that. Liam was it was time. it was." Uh, and they caught him red-handed. It was a calf. It was underage. Yeah. Uh, so it's cow wasn't drunk. Had a feel. He's twelve percent of uh, that guy. Does all the cow raping in England. He was in court sobbing. He missed his lady. I loved her. There he is. Uh, like, uh, Leo DiCaprio. He's kind of got a DiCaprio. Uh, What's the dude from One Direction that's making all the noise, banging Olivia Wilde? Not Styles. Yeah, Harry Styles. Yeah. Got a little Harry Styles DiCaprio look to him. I don't recognize him without a calf attached to his hips, but another uh, Kool Aid McKinstry fantastic name. John Kool Aid's new real first name is Ja Quincy. G A apostrophe Quincy. You should stick with that, or just go with GQ. I like Ja Quincy. Ja Quincy. It's J Q. It wouldn't be Ga Quincy. Quincy. Kool Aid's a cool name. The American Journal of Emergency Medicine just did a little research and found that nearly 4,000 people are hospitalized with foreign objects in their rectum each year. How many? 4,000. A lot of them are sex toys, though. 78% are men. Well, yeah. That's how some men enjoy their sex. That's what they're saying. The majority are usually. Uh, Sexual objects, yeah. But we did have a couple of doozies this year. <laughs> One guy had a uh, spray can, Krylon. Yeah. And then the other guy, I don't, I forgot about this one, but he's a French senior citizen. Uh, arrived with a World War One artillery shell oh, launched yeah. in his way. I shoved record. a bomb in his ass. Yeah, that's more of a suicide for not wanting to be old and French anymore. <laughs> Look at what I have found. I can finally end it all. I will just sit down on this and hope for the best. Paradise. From 2012 to 2021. It did not work. (laughs) Now I'm just old and have a blown out rectum. Now I'm half a man. I have to go to the hospital. (laughs) What have you done? Well, I stuffed an old artillery shell in my bottom. Why? Suicide. <laughs> From 2012 to 2021, there are 38,948 emergency butthole things. Yep. We got a butthole and we're not afraid to use it. 
Uh, John, this is your worst nightmare. Another uh, uh, hives uh, traveling. 39, huh? 39 beehives oh. on a trailer. Oh, okay. And it turned a little bit. Not a semi-track, open-end trailer. They're just taking them Wait down a second. The road. That's just the bees following a truck. Well, you see, it's a... Uh, <laughs> no, the hives... On a flat? There goes our honey. <laughs> goes, the bees are following that the, truck. They're in the box. The boxes. Oh, okay. But it's a flatbed full of bees. Yeah, here's a picture of the five million bees turned over. They called a bunch of beekeepers over there. Yeah. Well, that's just dumb. Looking at this, it looks like a bad Chinese cargo ship of boxes of bees. And there's holes in those boxes. Those bees are just hanging around the... Yeah, most of them came back. They, oh, yeah, they know, you know what they, they left the boxes on the side of the road to give the bees three or four days to find their... Yeah, they'll get them back. And that's what the guy... They had this bee nerd in there that went over there. and They got an interview with him in his honey shop. Bee nerd. What do you call Oh, he's a bee nerd. <laughs> It's all right. Bee nerds are tougher than you think. Those dudes are like you want well, the them. The guy like, was you show. He had his the get up on. He wasn't wearing gloves. Yeah, they're like bomb diffusers. And one guy didn't even have his uh, face yeah, screen. They on. just walk up like I got this. They totally McConnell the area. They stay yeah. real calm and still. Mitch McConnell would be a great beekeeper. He'd be a great scarecrow. Ah! All right, Mister McConnell's done speaking, y'all. Follow me, Mitchell. A freak accident happened in China. These people were in their building, their apartment building, on the 25th floor. The three guys get into an elevator, drops down a few floors, and then it stops, hesitates, cable breaks. The elevator drops. Whoa. The one uh, That's guy... the brakes are supposed to catch. Well, they're... Got some questions to ask the Otis Elevator Company. They're looking into what happened. How how did it malfunction? But the one dude's pretty racked up. They all three survived. One has a couple of fractures, punctured lung. Yikes. They're Horrifying. Out. Let's get to some radio radio videos. Good ones. Yeah, I think so. Uh, what? We'll find out. First one's a guy going down a ladder. Okay. His buddy uh, helps him out at the end, but I don't think th- I think he's using an old ladder. Yeah, uh, never I- use an old wood ladder <laughs> ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll say that. All right, like a rope bridge. Don't trust a rope bridge or a wooden ladder. Yes, Indy. Don't trust a rope bridge. <laughs> ever trust a rope bridge? <laughs> ever. Indy was an idiot. All those rope bridges. Rather Tarzan across that cavern. All right, here we go. Guys right, on an old has, uh, The video has no sound. All right, it's an old wooden ladder. Brady's right. And the guy's standing in front of an old piece of glass. And oh, down go all the rungs, every one of them. And then his friend tries to catch him, almost does. But every rung of that ladder, that was sabotage. They were trying to kill that little guy. Seems scooby dude. Yeah, that was there. Every one of those was cut a little bit. There's no way. They just made that yesterday out of balsa. And that poor little Indonesian. He had no chance. All right, that's not terrible. It ended with a catch no, and a survival. No payoff. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, he's fine to climb again. Next one is the human bath or human shower. These kids are fascinated. This guy basically has ingested a bunch of water. Who? The tall one? You'll see the guy in the center with okay. the blue. There's like a nine. It's like Bol Bol in his family. Or... Yeah. 
short bull bull. No, this is in the back. The red one's minute. This dude just won't stop throwing up. And he's washing his hands with his puke. Oh, it gets better, Chuck. Lather up. He's throwing up. Lather oh, up. oh, God. He just put it on a... He puked into a washcloth, oh, yeah. and he's washing his face with the... Kids, this is how you do the it. The foamy, foamy puke in some horrible now, African nation. He, he throws up again to rinse it off. It's just water. There's a crowd all around him. They even seem shocked, and they're from Africa. Where did he get all the food? He has ingested some serious water. <laughs> they have seen some things. Uh, warlords and murders and lions eating friends, and this is shocking. He's the human camel. He won't stop throwing up and washing himself with it. Oh, sweet Christ. This man needs to be killed immediately. Another guy just hit him and told him to stop it. Oh, my God. That shouldn't be on this planet. Here's one of those slap contests. Oh, yeah. And super slow-mo. All right, cool. The this face is, is going to be nuts. This is a bad sport. Dana White's bringing it to the States. Oh, dude's face falls off. He immediately gets Bell's palsy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that is. That's worth putting up on the website. Oh, yeah. Brady's got some safe for work ones today. Oh, that dude's face just explodes. This is kind of, um, the next one's basically the story you're telling about that guy that had the thing in his brain. Lady. The worm. Yeah, the this guy decided to take a, a swim in the, the local river. Oh. Complained of headaches. His well wife's like, get. Go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. He finally does. Oh, they're going in his nostril. Yeah. Left nostril. That this gentleman was swimming in the river and felt something go up his nose. Oh, God. For a week, he's been having profuse nosebleeds. Oh, and eventually, God. his wife made him go and see. Oh, the here it comes! They got the tweezers in there. That's now. Check it out. Oh, what no. That's a leech. It's a full leech. Yeah. About three and a half inch oh, leech. That's a long that's a leech. leech. Oh, God. Just cue James Brown living in America. Just make it. We love it here. Stop complaining about this country. Leeches. Last one's doing some hot dogging in a car. And I know they can happen in the States, but they don't. Mm. Not that much. Not in your nose. Right. Oh, and here's some hot dog. Car hot dog. Guy, guys They're hanging out of the passenger the, seat. Yeah, two people on each side. Oh, 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 This did not go well. I didn't run over his head. Two little sporty cars and guys are hanging out of the windows. So both guys are hanging out there, like whatever, whichever side would be the driver. Everybody just barely got missed. Oh, Brady's are safe. Nobody dies. But they're still horrifying. I'm just glad Brett's not here today. Stopping those wouldn't be hard, and he he takes pride in them. We can post all of those. Those are super yeah, safe. all of these will be posted. Yeah, put them all up on Facebook. It's G-rated Brady. Disney Brady's videos are nothing. They're entertaining, and they're safe for the family. All of you. Uh, it's 819. Pablo Francisco's coming He's in. in the yeah. building. He's here right now. I love what? Pablo. I haven't seen Pablo for two years. Pablo Francisco is going to be here uh, in just a little bit. We're going to talk to Brett next. He's out there in Queen Creek on Queen Creek and Power Roads for the last stop of this year's Operation Hydration. And again, a huge thank you as we finish her up today and hopefully load up the trucks one last time uh, for the Phoenix Rescue Mission, which you can donate to whether we're doing this or not. But we appreciate you guys getting super involved while we are active with our, uh, our, our, our deal here with the uh, Operation Hydration. So thank you in advance of last day. I know it's going to pop. And we're going to go crazy. Pablo and Brett coming up in second.
There you go. It's Nirvana right there. Breed. It is, uh, boy, this is it. This is the last. Somebody bring him some water. That's all I can say. Brett is out there this morning for the final time for Operation Hydration. This is it, Brett. You're done here in 29 minutes. You're all done with Operation Hydration. But what a job you've done, my friend. Excellent work. We're also very proud of you. And, uh, Thank you. I mean, it's Thank really... God it's almost over. <laughs> it's what? Thank God it's <laughs> over? Thank God it's almost over. Yeah, well, that's just rude. But no, I, I understand. This, no, it's, it's been hot. Look at, look at what we've collected. It's insane. Yeah. Well, we can keep going. Nah, it's okay. All right. You, you feel like you've done enough. You feel like you've done just enough to make that a thing. And I'm, I put months into this. Months yes, of my it, life. You've worked very hard. And I just think your new theme song is definitely going to be your Melissa Etheridge moment. I'm proud of you for this, Brett. But somebody bring this man some water and help him out. It's a pliers. Yeah. Listen to her go. She's ready for you, Brett. But all in love is fair. And you're out in Queen Creek, which is... It's, it's Melissa Etheridge, man. Somebody bring me some water. No, you're in Queen Creek. It's where any money had a water song. Play yeah, him, yeah. But we're familiar with the Queen Creek gays, so we brought Melissa to the party. Oh, that's true. Yeah, all so right, you got right, that now. That. So settle down. <laughs> uh, well done. They haven't stopped by yet. Excellent work, and they won't count on it unless they're going to yell at you. Uh, they won't do anything. Yeah, where's Stephen Holmberg? That's right. They won't be nice to the community. Uh, Brett's out there this morning. Last time, what's left, and how are you doing? All right, I'm, I'm running out of most everything, but we still got some bandanas and some uh, some uh, gift bags. Sign you guys up for those Shine Down tickets as well as Avenged Sevenfold. I think three days grace tickets and stuff. But uh, man, it's been it's been crazy out here. Uh, everybody's dropping off some envelopes. I gotta say, uh, I gotta give a shout out to VVC, the uh, Valor Veterans Community. They dropped off a bunch, and uh, Ron Humphrey from Limitless Realty. He dropped over he dropped over some cash for us. But, of course, you know, not only them. we got to thank our buddies over at Lerner and Rowe, uh, Liquid Death, Porta Subs, uh, lots of family plumbing. How could I forget about that? Yep. And, uh, of course, Albertsons and Safeway for, for putting up with me all summer long. But it's it's been great, and we're we're finishing with a bang. Yeah, that's great. Well, that's good to hear because a lot of times when you tell everybody you've had a wild success, the last couple are like, ah, they're good. But it's awesome they're bringing it out there. So you got your Avenged Sevenfold tickets. Uh, you got tickets yeah. to Three Days Grace and Chevelle. You're going to be giving those out later. Uh, sign up for those. And just, man, it's awesome. So thank you, Brett. Excellent job. All right. Melissa's got We got your theme song going. Brett Fesley, everybody. Great work this year, my oh, friend. Bad. Excellent bad. job. Somebody bring Brett some yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Thank you, Brett. Uh, there it goes. Oh, there he is. Somebody bring me some water. Can't you see There she is. That's on 30 something. Baby's got my heart and my baby's got my mind. Less answer. Brett's theme song. He loves that stuff. Big fan of that one. <laughs> First time I met him, he had that song playing. Oh, yeah. Well, it's hard to get around it for a few years. It was always just kind of, it was his aura, his aura song. Uh, Pablo Francisca, speaking of auras, there's a dude about to take over your car stereo speakers that is just uh, insane. We love Pablo. He's back. He's here this weekend. We're going to chat with Pablo next. It's 98KUP. Crying out loud.
God. Look, Pablo Francisco's here this week. Yeah. This is a great weekend to be oh, in Arizona. Man. We got Metallica here two nights in a row. Oh, right. That's great. Two out of three nights. Yeah. And then you're here this weekend, which is great. Oh, yeah. Copper Blues. Yeah. <laughs> On the next Copper Blues. You know, what? You know, I watched the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, Netflix special. Oh, oh yeah. Great. It was so great. And he brags about himself the whole time. Let me tell you, I started it, boy. I saw a magazine, you know, and I got bigger. I dreamed. I met David Quack Quack from Nutrition. When I, as a boy, they took me under the wing. I met the wife. Never kept in touch with my father. But you know, the word Schwarzenegger, just using the name is fantastic. And on the next episode, then I got better and greater. And I do poses with my little underwear. I just imagine I'm going back in time. And you go, who are you? I'm Hercules. You wear your battle scars. Well, I don't, don't do that. I don't have fat either. Okay, you know, I do push it. How do you do? You you fight the oxes of of, uh, of whatever quack and quack Greek Roman thing? No, I you know, I do push-ups. I go like this. And I go like that. And I do pose. All right. Joe Weeder. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, Joe Weeder. That's what he do. So I met Joe Weiner, and he took me in there. And then he, I mean, I met my children. Then I married uh, Kennedy. And then at the very end, and I screwed up. <laughs> Good night. And I went, oh. Yeah, his, the whole three, day. his three dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His I, I, I married Kennedy, then became government, and they said I was good. And you know, I, I was the first one to do this law and this, pass this and that, and then everything went great. Then I had sex with the maid. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the clip, okay? <laughs> Bring my ponies in. Yeah, this kid looks just like him, too, man. It's yeah. kind of. It, you know, Conandes. Yeah, we call him Conandes. Yeah, <laughs> little Conandes. 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 I got into dishes here, Look, I had sex with your mother. I'm sorry, but you cannot follow me around in the gym. Yeah, what the best? Conandes, get away from me. And that's one of the real ones. He grew up really quick too. When he was born, all the steroids. Hello. I'm the kid's cane here. He's only nine months old. He's seventeen. Looks like he's season says a junior in high school. He's nine months old. He's growing at an unreasonable level. <laughs> he's, he's got the record uh, deadlift yeah. for a preschool. Just wait for him to look. Conendis must be stopped. You, yes, you have to listen. You want double bicep, triple bicep. Yeah. Do it now. Nah, no, get out. No. He drinks uh, with him. There you go. Know, Pablo you know. Francisco is at CB Live at Desert Ridge this weekend, uh, starting tonight and working all the way through Sunday. CBLive.com if you want to go. We were talking off the air right. uh, that your dad works at an observatory. Yeah, we didn't know that. Kid Peak National Observatory. And I would right there with all the scientists and all that stuff. He goes, you know, I'm the technician there, but you know, is he really a tech? He's like a science technician. Well, he works with the scientists and he does like he fix all the computer and stuff. Like he's a guy who rebuilds he's engines. The IT guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, yeah, he's the guy on the side. What are you doing rebuilding a Volkswagen engine? Okay, because <laughs> your brother, you know, had the notch back and it screwed up. They're tired cars, but I just get into them. I mic them. Oh, right. He gets into math. He's a period. And you, I don't tell you. Okay, son. You know. Okay. All right. Just don't. Just go to community college or work at Pizza Hut. Bye. <laughs> That's all he wanted. Did oh, he yeah. want to encourage you to get a, a job in the observatory with him? Oh no, because the thing was great about it because you know my dad when he would leave, you know, four weeks out of the. You know, 30 or 25 days out of the month. I go, yeah, party. You know, right? Dad's not here to catch me. Okay, someone drink all my Heinekens. All right, I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. Boom, he has to leave again. All right, he's gone. Yay. So he was, was only home a couple months or a couple oh, days a month? Oh, yeah, five days out of the month. Go, yeah, and he's like strict dad, too. You know, Why, what kind of job at the observatory keeps you from coming home? He has, he has to go all the way up there. It's like like 90 miles. No kidding. Yeah, and I go, stay there. Yes, stay. <laughs> and, uh, today, okay, today I'm going to be gone from Mondays through Thursday. I'll go, all right, then, oh, yeah, then the weekend. I got to come back to home. Then it would so, change. Okay, now I'm going from Fridays to Wednesdays. Now I go, yeah, great. We get the weekend to party. <laughs> 
And did you stay home with the stepmom? Oh, uh, well, my mom, you know, it's very easy to get by. Hello, Pablo. Okay, wait, hey, mom, what do you have the beer for? Um, it's, it's a science project, drinking beer. Okay. It's, okay. <laughs> she never paid attention. <laughs> that's, oh, that's great. That's fine, baby. You, had, yeah, you raised yourself. I raised myself. And this is the result. I, I, I grew up in the jungle, <laughs> and he reads at a third grade level. But that's okay. And I watch Netflix all day. Quite any cooks. We were we were talking about that too because you're like your dad working in the uh, in the world of astronomy and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Is he uh, like you wouldn't ride in the spaceship? Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah. We couldn't get. Yeah, if there was, if there was a, you know, you, you don't, you're not sure. There's I asked, space well, I asked him. I asked him. I go, are they aliens? And he was like, well, you know, I get no. The scientists get nervous. We're at Greasy Tony's. Yeah. We we're talking. I go, Dad, if you can talk, tell me. I don't want to talk about it. Look, can I eat my sandwich? I go, hmm, there's something going on. <laughs> and then I ask him later on, like a year later, I never said that. What are you talking about? But I remember one time when after he said that to me, right? He said that to me about two weeks. He gets let go. He goes. I, go, I was walking. I was walking down there. You know, you know I was walking, and uh, I, they go come up to the office. I came in. And they had a big celebration. Happy retirement. I went. What? I, 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 I went, what happened here? I go. It's the UFO conspiracy. He walked. Yeah, in he his walked own right in. I walked in. Yeah, they, they gave me the, the young guy there. He goes, hey, for George, we were. I'm, 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 I guess I'm leaving. Like, okay. They go, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That quick. And this so, was after you went on Rogan after, and said he well, said. No, yeah, no, he no, no. This was this was when I was. Uh, I mentioned that uh, when we were talking in a restaurant, and, and, and Tracy Tony goes, I don't want to talk about it. But then when I brought it up on radio, yeah. you know, then, then, then about a week later, something like that happened. I don't know if His it was retirement. that. retirement? Yeah. You, you was, might have gotten him fired from was, a long-standing career. Oh, gee. Yeah, but he was, you know, I still get my money, but I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> but I, 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 I think I mouthed off to the, the young supervisor. I go, yeah. why do you go? Because, you know, he, he, I, I said something sarcastic, and he said something back. And I'm like, oh, 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 my God. You know what? Oh, he, he's not taking my crap now. I mean, they yeah. made that. I go, yeah, it's probably that. That's you mouth off all that. Because yeah. you mouth off to me a lot. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I'll do that to you, too. You retire so too. Yeah. rebuilding uh, VW wow. engines now. Yeah, he makes Volkswagens, notchbacks. Oh, yeah, he takes every detail, right? And we, he has this old, my brother's friend gives him this van. He's like, we're clearing it out. And he goes, oh, look, at okay, women's underwear? Okay, <laughs> what is it? What do you think it says here? Is this rigs a rocking, don't bother knocking? What's that? <laughs> I, go, I go, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> he goes, I don't get that. He goes, well, Chip, Chip is a weird guy. He's so he, does, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't start with the engine. He works on the bumper stickers. Oh, yeah, he pulls, starts pulling it out, clean oh, yeah. out. Before he starts working, he wants yeah. to clean. I yeah, want to clean. I want the little water stains to squirt out. And then uh, I put the camper in. What, with this, what these rigs that are not rocking don't bother knocking. Okay, it's, 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 it's hilarious. And he just gets that thing going, and he... Rebuilds every. If you drive by with the Volkswagen, no, you say, oh, it's just wrong here. And he fixes everybody's cars. And I'm just going, all right. What about my two eighties? Ah, the Japanese are very smart. But you know what? We have to number it, and then we're going to work on it. And I'm going to chew you out every time. <laughs> you're, you're in my light. <laughs> oh, my oh, you come pump the brake for crying out loud. You're in, my light. you're in my light was my childhood. Oh God, <laughs> you're in my light was my. Hold the flashlight. Are you holding it? Or, 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 or give me the vice grips. Okay, well, go and get them. Don't, John, don't help him. Don't, don't ask your friend, John. Go and get, go and get the vice grips. Uh, no, don't know where they You don't know the vice grips. I'm not John. Go, 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 go. He's uh, testing me on the tools. Okay. What does it look like? If, like, how would be the best and worst moment of your life when you wander into your own retirement party? That, yeah, that's, that's what, what you told me. I yeah. think I'm okay. He, I'd I be go, like, all right, I guess I'm out. He goes, He's retired now. He I was just walking down, and they go, hey, George, come into the office. I'm like, surprised. They had the big party balloon. <laughs> I go, well, I guess I'm leaving. That's the way to be fired. Yeah, yeah. It's firing. Yeah. It's like you're just forced retirement. You're done here. And I go, wow. yeah, that means you're going to be home now. Yeah, oh, I'm 27 stinks. years old. I got to get out of here. So that's what happened. Wow. Are you, uh, are and you... I like how 
now we know about his dad a little more and oh, yeah. mom. Yeah. But then the one time you're saying your dad either has a new girlfriend the or a stepmother. Wait, wait, somebody. Oh, wait. I will never ever. I will never ever. I will never ever. I forgot what I said. I'll never take the place of your mom. I will never ever take the place of your mama, boy. I go, I stopped doing cocaine because I'm waking up with this. I will never ever take the place of your mama, boy. You get a big old chunky one. I'm going to go for a fat girl. He's like, she's like talking. Oh, yeah. The ranch dressing, heading valley. Right, that kind of thing. So. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. oh, yeah. They talk, they talk, you know, talk food. Subway sandwich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we cut the sandwich in quarters. Okay, but uh, was your family open sexually at, uh, while you not were Not even, up? man. No, we talk about, one time I was talking to my, my brother about a girl I, I met. And I wanted to touch her boob, right? Uh-huh. And my dad overheard him. He goes, what is going on? Huh? Huh, what's happening? I go. What? I, I was. I was. Uh, had a rubber band gun, right? And I, my parents. Parent, their door was open, so I shot my dad in the butt with it. And he goes, "Yeah, so huh?" Like this. Then he goes, he goes "Who's someone hit me?" Right? Doesn't know it's me. And he goes, "All right." To my mom. Oh, okay, listen. Um, I like to. I want to. I want to. I'm talking about having some sex here, woman. <laughs> and my mom goes, "You have to ask politely." What? What? Come on. Jeez. Okay. Well, can I please? <laughs> I go, I go, yeah, I'm like, Dad, I'm just ready. He goes, she must ask politely. Okay, okay, let me go. This stemmed from you shooting him in the ass. Oh, yeah, I wrote that. Like, 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 he probably hey. had a dream. I probably blocked it. Boom. Oh, 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 hello. Can I get it? No, 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 no. I want to hang out. Well, if I had a time machine now, I think I'd just go back to your house for a day. Go like, the time machine. <laughs> That's right, Paul. <laughs> you know, yeah, my parents, you know, I go, hey, my parents went to Chile. And I got all wasted. I get to home, and it's, there was a surprise party for me. I go, oh, shit. I thought they, went, I thought they took off. It turned into an intervention. What, your eyes are red. What's going on? Oh, jeez. What you guys left for Forever. Chile? Yeah. Good Lord. You were so high, you thought your parents moved to, uh, to yeah, they go, South we're going America. To, yeah, I go, we're going to Chile. You're going to Chile. Oh, you guys leaving? Okay, when you guys leave, we're leaving tonight. And I go, all right, so I get home, get home late. Yeah. And it was my birthday. I forgot, kind of sorted. <laughs> I get there, and no, there's no cars in the thing. So I go, oh, they really left. They took the car yeah. to the airport. Yeah. But then there's a lot of cars down the street, and I get there, surprise! <laughs> I'm all just, <laughs> high, high. <laughs> your lips are, what's wrong with you? Bottle up. And they all, they all, they all were uh, coming down the hallway after me like this. And they go, my, my dad goes, oh, I went to Pablo. I want to be. No, 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 he's high. He's on something. He's on drugs. And I just, oh my god. And then when I went into my room, there was Hold a, on. you waited a day to yeah. get coked out of your mind uh, uh, yeah, when your parents were drinking to Chile. You didn't even look into it. They just well, I, oh yeah, because they're, they're packing their bags, so they're just a trick. <laughs> That and was your go-to rumplements. Yeah, but my go-to, you know, quackity kooks, smackity quack, yeah. with weed, and then you know, rumplements. I put, I put the rumplements right where my phone was, oh like my in, the, in my car, driving, just drinking. And then uh, I come in there, I go, oh, they're gone, man! Surprise! I was yeah. like, oh, jeez! And it was just, and it was really weird because there was a foreign exchange student there, and he was in my bed. So when I get when I go to my room, all drunk, and the, and the whole family, everyone's looking at me, pissed off. He goes, "Hey, Pablo," and he's, he talks like this, "Hello, hey, Pablo, I'm call, my name is Coley Compo." I went, "Okay," and he's from Chile, he's staying. <laughs> In your bed, they're traveling. I go okay, and I go all right. So uh, you're gonna have to sleep and sleep. But look, your eyes are red. And his father goes, I want to talk with you, Pa. No, no, he look, and they're all just looking at me. And he's in my bed, going, it's really comfortable here, Father. Can I stay in his bed still? I went, Father. <laughs> and then I go, I'm sorry. So they close the door. And I go, Hey, man, I'm really drunk. I'm sorry. And then my bike falls on me. <laughs> and he goes, Okay, can I sleep in your bed still? I get up. I go, and I go, You should be like Kali Kampo. You should be like him. He goes to the university and he likes the soundtrack of, of the Untouchables. I go, Right. And you wouldn't believe this. Two days later, I open up the paper. Protest in university, people get arrested, and he's on the cover. Kali Kumpo. Oh, yeah, Kali Kumpo. Look, Kali Kumpo. You can see Kali Cookie being arrested. He knows the soundtrack of The Untouchable yeah. sleeps on my bed. And we thought, but, and, and, <laughs> no, he's cuffed. He's protesting. He sleeps in my bed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but father, father. He's going to probably hear this and confront me. 
Uh, Pablo Francisco is at CB Live this weekend. And this, for the listeners who don't know Pablo, is Pablo not on cocaine. No, 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 yeah. That's the craziest part. Yeah, so we have people, are you, I'm not, okay, I'm not, but you're I'm talking, done with it. You know, of course, I was, I was done with it, man. Listen, I'm single too when I'm drunk. Yeah. But anyhow. Uh, but, uh, are you dating? Uh, I got a girl. You yeah. do. But well, that was a 50 50. Yeah, I had the porno answer. star girl living there, but, I, but I, was, I didn't have sex with her. I was just giving her money so she can get back on her knees again. So I was going <laughs> you know, to. <but>, <laughs> I like that the punchline you do a lap around the Mexican facility. <laughs> That's what he did. Yeah. The Mexican facility. <laughs> He's a joke, okay? Come on. No. Everybody get on the train. He's on the train. You know, I stuck my wiener in some uh, some nacho cheese. Now I have a queso herpes. <laughs> you know, I, I was a good athlete, you know? I, I was a good athlete in high school. You know, I, I, I ran cross country. Not in high school. No, to get to, to over here, okay? <laughs> Guess who herpes? I'm glad How I do you it. not have a show on Univision, even in English, you, with I this idea that there's a train track of comedy punchlines? You know, yeah, I got to learn my Spanish a little bit more, so I should yeah. just like like uh, earpiece of someone going. Oh, that about this one? I don't. I hate to make you dance, and I know comedians hate their own material. But can you do your impression of a Mexican morning show for me? Dracula's from he's from Transylvania. That's that's Italian. So we have pizza, yes, spaghetti, yes, meatballs. Yeah, part Mexican, Cuban. We got. You know what? Let me tell you something. Okay, I love you. Okay, all right. You know I can't read, right? But that's okay. Oh yeah, but come on, man. You okay. <laughs> see that? You made a deal with Sosa. But Kermit the Frog is now Tony Montana. You made a deal with Sosa for three million. You crazy Montana? Hey, listen, come on, it's Puro on this one. Come on. <laughs> and Big Bird wants to get involved. Hey, me and Sosa are tight. You're tight, huh? And then what? Big Bird? It's screw Big Bird. <laughs> screw, screw Conzo and Ernie and Bert. Cut the, <laughs> cut the, cut the strings off those guys. Mine. I love this. Uh, Pablo, you make the world easier for us to work in. This yeah, is, yeah. Uh, you do all the work for us. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. I've got ADD, EFG, HIJK. Come to CB. Come <laughs> it's a good place to take a date. <laughs> you can see like a, a cover band in the next plane, you know, doing David Lee Roth. Hey, man, go, come over. To, yeah, it's a good place to take a date. You know why? Because we do all the talking. The lights yeah. go down and save the conversation for you. Know, what is a or... date with Pablo Francisco? If, if I was like a, if I was whatever and you were interested, what do you do? Well, how do you woo a woman? Oh, I, I do. Jeez, you know what? I, I, do, I gotta get a limo. And I got to do it all night. And you get a limo. I get a limo, and I got to make sure it's a job. So I go, you want to party with me? Yeah, I want to party. I go, you have to quit your job. You got a dog? <laughs> Wait, the first date, she's got to yeah. be well, unemployed? Usually when we meet girls, they, go, they, 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 they always go, let's party. Come on, I'm, I'm different. And I go, okay. And then they want to party. And I go, okay, if you want to party, because they'll push me into it. If you want to party, okay. You want to party? <laughs> Then you're going to have to quit your job. So you ask a girl on a date. What, your what, first, what, second, what your second question what, is, do you want to party? And then she says, well, okay. Well, well, mounds of coke show yeah. up and you're going to quit you're, your you're, job. You've got to go. You want to party with me? you got to quit your job. You know, if you got to talk, give it to Michael Vick. But you're not going to be seeing that. Come on, party. I don't usually ask you the old eyes. Well, come on, let's go after a drink. Like, well, well, listen, I can't do it. Come, just, come on, coffee, coffee, liquid cigar. No taste at all. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Mm, yeah. Wait in line for some drinking ash. Yeah, drinking ash. No, no nutrition. <laughs> Sugars and long lines at Starbucks. They, 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 can I get a flappy, crackety coo? They go, ching, ching, ching. <laughs> a little tiny cup. Hello. 
not a human. Yeah, You're simply not a human being. Let's do it. Yeah. What do you on a date then? Let's say we're on a date. She's quit her job. You're at the uh, you know Perkins or Red Lobster, okay. and there's not <laughs> much party. Yeah. How do you no, break no, the ice? No, what this, this is what I do. Okay, if I take, I live right by Hermosa Beach, so I'm like half a mile. So I get a limousine, right? And I, I put on a wig, right? And we, <laughs> we we dress up in wigs, the girl, right? And I take them to the beach. It's only like I get a limo for like half a mile, half a mile right. and then we just go out and party, and we use the limousine to hit every single thing. And then at the very end, I have these stink bombs, and I hit the. The, the restaurant and the steam bombs then one clears out. It's kind, of fun it's kind of fun. And then, and then you're like, if you want, I'll pay for another one of these. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so much fun. Right? How many women have survived a date with you? Most uh, of them overdosed, you right? Know, uh, no, I have one. Uh, you know, actually, I went on a date 16 years ago, and she's still at my house. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we never got any arguments? We should, good... You should call a coroner. No, no, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the smell. Right. Is something Was it Amy Winehouse, your last girlfriend? <laughs> I swear to God, man, we're, I was at this club, man, and I was dancing. I was wearing a mailman suit, you know, just having fun, right? Of course. Yeah, wearing this mailman suit. Me and my friend wearing it. And uh, my friend, so I, I just tipped a band all like 40 bucks a piece, right? And then so I got the guy saying, I go, Brian, I go, hey, man, don't, don't get on the microphone, man. You can't do that. I go, dude, I just tipped you. I go, hey, man, you don't take it somewhere else. I go, all right, you know what? This band stinks. <laughs> <laughs> and cleared out the whole place. <laughs> You're like a Batman villain. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yes. And, I was told, and I told my friend, and he's, he's arguing with the bar, uh, the bartender because they, they want him kicked out. He's wearing a mailman suit, too. And, and, Where did you get those? Oh, yeah, I'm worried that there's two taped-up mailmen next to your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> no, we were, my friend, he's a gambler in Boston, and his brother is a compulsive gambler, so he lost his job as a mailman in Boston, so he gave me the, bo- the, the authentic one. He gambled right into it. Gambled he got, got too much of a gambling problem. He was missing work. He can't work. be a mailman. Yeah, I can't be a mailman. So he goes, so, you want my suit? And I go, sure, it's it's authentic, so I got bought two of them. And you, you wear a mailman, so you can cut line at casinos and stuff. And say, yeah. hey, I got a mail, mailman. <laughs> Sorry, mailman get all the respect. Right. Yeah. You know, it's really funny. I, when I had a date one time, I had this girl come over to my house, and uh, I, t- I, I, go, I go, listen. Oh okay, so I t- took all these envelopes and I put like rings in there. I put grandpa's grandpa's money, and I made these fake envelopes. And I had my friend come up, and go, hey man, I just got fired, man. So I took the mail and we put it on the jacuzzi. On the top of the chicken, the girl goes, wait, you're a mailman? <laughs> he was acting like he got fired. He was, got fired, man. I didn't want to go. But, hey, I got all this mail. So we start opening it up. This is grandpa's money. Keep it. And she's like, <laughs> she starts jumping in on with it. Can I have this ring? Right? I go, I go, I go, I go, I go, we're just kidding you, man. She goes, oh, well, God, I'm totally I'm sorry. <laughs> she was, yeah, she's talking to me. She goes, find my, my, out what the person's yeah, like. Yeah. Terrible person. And while she's there, I, I act like I'm talking. I go, what? He's out at work. I swear to God, so I'm going to work. My friends, he's a post guy. He's not showing up at work. And then he'd come over. You know what? Dog bit me. It's maced him. Got fired. But you know what? Got all this mail. Jumps out mail. She goes. She gets jumps in there with us and starts. Can I get this ring? Then I go. Go. Here's his grandpa's medicine. Here, but keep the money. I'm keeping the money. (laughs) And then she got so pissed off. Can I get the money? I go. No, you can't. Trying to take my diamond ring. Well, that's my diamond ring. It's all joke. You were the moral one. That was a moral. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the nice guy. You guys, you guys playing a fired mailman game against yeah. the psyche. You know? Yeah. Well, did you call it uh, escort from you know? Uh, yeah. From, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Craigslist. She comes over. That's when you play the game. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey, my friends. Uh, da, 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 da. Or just and if you know, yeah, but I don't sleep with them. If you want to, without paying, this is what you got to do. Okay. Right? You got to really believe in it. Your friends with uh, the escort. Right? Then when my friends with an escort, I open the door. And go. Hey, dude. Listen, man. They need you down at Quincy's. Uh, Quincy. Quincy. Jones's studio. Can you do those beats for me? <laughs> no, promise me you will. I will. Will you be there? Because his assistant, and they believe the girl. Wait, wait, your producer? Yeah. And Jamie Foxx wants those lyrics, okay? All right, say lyrics. Close it. And they'll say the whole 
The whole time. The whole for day. free. Yeah. Let me, if you know Dan. Oh, you know Jamie Foxx. So Jamie Foxx and Quincy Jones will get you well, yeah, one free night with a hooker. Yeah, but now, yeah, Jamie Foxx got, got poisoned or something. That's kind know. of yeah. an older hooker, let's be Hearts. honest. No, no, we, no, have to, no. we have to update our references. Well, I was in Australia. When I was in Australia, it works. I'm going to stay, Pablo. Yeah, no, she, your friend, my, my friend, yeah. You got no Quincy Jones. <laughs> I want to stay with you forever. Hey, man. You know what you got to do. So, I think I love you. <laughs> hey, man, listen to me, man. Just give me a ride home. And, and look, I got some diamonds. You hold that ring for me, okay? And we get down, okay? I got rolled by two mailmen who know yeah. Quincy Jones. Yeah, man. I'm, yeah, and I'm oh, like, one, yeah, whatever that one hold kid. Hold my hair now. Oh, my yeah, God. One yeah. direction. I know that guy, too, man. Okay. What do you do to calm down? Like, what's a calm night? Calm night? Yeah. This is insanity for a sober okay, human I gotta being. Okay, I got to do, I got to do, I got to do 50 push-ups at least before I go to bed. Because it's not good. Because you won't go to sleep, by the way. Yeah, but I get the best sleep, you know. You yeah. wake up, all oh, power people. No, don't do not do that. It's bad for your muscles. No. So when you do it, you do that. And then I sleep in sometimes a little late. And then I just go over <laughs> my material. And then I just, uh, my friend Dustin comes around. Hey, man, what's going on? And they wanted me to go to an AA meeting when, when COVID, the Zoom, the Zoom. Yeah. And I go, screw that. And he goes, hey, a lot of stars are on it. So-and-so, and so-and-so. And I went, dun 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 Here's the story. <laughs> A bunch of fucking alkies. And Shia LaBeouf knows about Pablo now being alky. And there's January. And they're all on there. No. I zoomed a sex anonymous. No. Did you really? Yeah, because I was like, do I beat off too much? I think I might. So I was like, maybe I have a problem. And I was just bored, so I went on sex anonymous uh, and uh, sex, whatever they call it, uh, addiction. And it is. It's the the Brady Bunch. And, uh, and this this dude in the corner is like, welcome, John. How are you? And I'm like, I'm good. First off, let me tell you something real quick. Some good advice. Is uh, don't put your full name up on your Zoom because uh, it's supposed to be anonymous. And there was just said John Holmberg, all proud hey, as John can Holmes. be. Yeah, yeah. John Holmes. Yeah. Like, Would you like to tell your story? Just listen. You feel free to uh, go when you want. And I'm like, all right. So I didn't say anything. And this one guy goes, so I was fired from my job. Um, because when people would go to lunch, I would masturbate at my desk to pornography. And, of course, I got so uh, used to doing that that a couple of days went by where I didn't realize that people weren't at lunch. <laughs> and, and then so he got fired. And, and But I'm sitting there going, I don't beat off too much because this is never a thing. And, uh, 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 but he got fired. And then for 30 days. He pretended to go to work so his wife didn't do anything, and then checks weren't coming. And the wife like calls the work. He's like, "Hey, I'd like to talk to Roger or whatever." And he's like, "Well, Roger got fired a month ago for what? Well, masturbating at the office." So he comes home and he goes, "Whoo, what a day! What what he was doing was he'd go to the park and beat off all day. Oh gosh, dude, <laughs> it was like eight nine times a day. He couldn't control it. And I'm like, you know what, folks? I'm in the wrong room. I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and take yeah. off." Okay. It was great. You, you, you beat off so often you don't even know you're wow. at work anymore. And, and one arm's bigger, like you look like <laughs> Hellboy. Hellboy. It would, it would have to be. Well, yeah, it, two, Nine uh, times here. Yeah. Well, I mean, in well, the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and so, they would have looked me up because my whole name was there. If they had Googled, they're like, he got a radio show. He's going to tell my tale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we probably think that, too. Yeah. You're going to do it. <laughs> you know, I was, okay. I was at Sierra Tucson. I had to go to this, uh, you know, rehab there, right? They go, they have sex clinic class, right? So you can t- walk in on one of them. So I walk in, and this guy's graduating. Hey, my name's Joe Roger, and I want to tell you, I'm an overeater, and I masturbated at Denny's on the I-10 for almost 15 years, right? But my dad's outside, right? My dad's in, in the meeting. He's looked out there because my dad goes, my dad goes, hey, what do you think about this uh, rehab place? I go, I go, I go, I go, I hate, I go, it stinks. My dad goes, I don't, I don't have a bad attitude. So, but he, my dad's looking at, oh, there's the, the representative of all these pictures, right? And uh, I go, I see that guy right there? 
I go, yeah, I go, he touches his weenie and it masturbates, right? <laughs> and my dad goes, oh, yeah, right. And the, But my, the guy's graduating. He's like, hey, congratulations, Roger. You thanks a lot. And Vicky's over there. She got me my, my thing and uh, my certificate. So my dad thinks he's graduating from alcoholism. So, 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 so my dad walks in and goes, hello. And he goes, oh, I guess I missed him. Hey, congratulations. And my dad's just saying that, you know, doesn't know really right. what it is. He goes, he goes, do you have any advice for Pablo? Because he's, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a problem. Too. He goes, oh, you really, Pablo? Yeah, listen, when you, when you masturbate. And I go, no, dad. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a masturbating chronic, <laughs> chronic guy. And my dad goes, oh, I don't see. Okay. Like, see? Let go of my hand. Yeah, well, Robo, let me tell you, when you talk masturbate, you got to make sure you're not eating when you're over your That was what he learned in rehab, yeah. to make sure you're not eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what did this place is, uh, yeah, he goes, who okay, dad thinks he's an alcoholic graduating? Okay, congratulations. I'm George, and how are you? And then, and then he goes, do you have any advice for my son? And I go, dad, 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 dad. he's not. My dad goes, no, no, let, let them think. Well, Pablo puts his arm around me. Mm, touch your weenie and eat, you know, the cool mints, and you got to watch out when you drink them, you know, more York peppermint patties because he kind of like steam. I was well, like, my dad, what? Is he uh, a point? Congratulations. <laughs> and his son, he's graduated from okay. one. my friend. Okay, Pablo, you're not going to go another All month. Right. We can leave. Pablo Francisco is a human treadmill. CB Live at Desert Ridge, <laughs> Thursday through Sunday, CBLive.com. Quickly, leave us with words of wisdom. And that's right. Words of wisdom. If somebody owes you money and they bitch and moan about getting it back, go, was I bitching when I gave it to you? That's what you got to say to them. <laughs> These are words of wisdom. These are donations that of information. That is great advice. Yeah. yeah. That's absolutely great Hey, man, great you advice. want your money, man? I, was I bitching when I gave it yeah, to you? Yeah. There you go. And don't eat when you master. it. And stop eating. Make sure you're not eating is the key. Make sure. <laughs> man, oh, my God, tough. I was eating. That one dude in that thing I was on didn't know. Yeah, Cheetos and whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Get that oh, no, the oh. black it's... olives and then the juice. Ooh. You get a flaming hot yeah, Cheetos man, yeah, on there? Forget yeah. it. Uh, guess will hurt peace. Pablo, don't make it two years before we see you again. All right, buddy. I'll... All right. I love Pablo. Pablo Francisco, Thanks, everybody. See me live at Desert Look. Ridge. That's disturbed right there. And, uh, man, that's, uh, you know, you got to just take a break. That's like a workout hanging out with Pablo for a few seconds. And that, again, is, uh, we've seen him both ways. And he's open about it. I've seen Pablo uh, in the throes of the cocaine issues. I've seen Pablo off the cocaine. That was sober Pablo. When he's not, I'm going to say something that's going to sound crazy. You can't understand him. <laughs> but this one can understand yeah, yeah. had a lot of my, again we walk away with so much that was like a gatlin gun of funny the thing about the uh, dipping your penis in cheese and then you walk away with a queso herpes and then the, the come on that's the stupidest thing ever and then a little train of mexicans goes around the room <laughs> so he's going to channel 10 in a few minutes i don't know how Renee Nelson and Troy Hayden are going to handle this. I don't know if they sedate him first. I don't know what goes on. I have a theory that Pablo Francisco is actually Bigfoot. Because you can't get a clean picture of that guy. There's no way. He moves. Every picture of him is blurry and a little bit like, is that a man or a beast? I think it's just Pablo walking around in the Pacific Northwest every once in a while and making so much noise, people are like, that's not human. He's not. He's ridiculous. So uh, Pablo Francisco is. From where he's dead worked. Maybe he is an alien. I think his dad brought him home. We'll treat him like he is our boy. He'll be a little bit different, but not too bad. We'll train him to act like the other kids. And I like the idea that if you ask a girl out on a date, the second sentence is, you've got to quit your job. <laughs> you want to party? You want to party with me? Job. You got to quit your job. He's insane. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of note-taking with Pablo and you got to go back, but he's going to be on Channel 10 a little bit and uh, we're going to watch that. We're going to watch that together on the air. That might be today's entertainment drill.
We should do a FanDuel bet on whether or not Pablo cusses or the second Troy Hayden just balls his fist up and takes a swing. Because <laughs> he doesn't know what's happening. He, he feels won't threatened. cuss. <laughs> he's, a, um, he's amazing about it. Yeah, that dude's insanity. And it goes by so quick. Sometimes okay. you don't catch it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Schwarzenegger, uh, movie voice guy, maybe Pacino. Uh, but will he let them ask a question? And how much sweat will come off of his head with those studio lights? He's gonna be a—he's gonna be like a big sponge, just wrung hey, out. Uh, sorry, no hat. Yeah. No hat allowed. We gotta take what that hat. I have to do. I have to wear a quick, Why do I to take my hat away? Do you need makeup? <laughs> I'm not I'm off the air. Hey, what's up, guys? Off and running. He's nonstop. I'm afraid of him. I would kill for that kind of energy, and then people would kill me if I had that kind of energy. So. It's kind of fun to see uh, Brad squirming. We, we got 12 we minutes. Gotta go. We got to go. Don't worry about it. He'll drag the car there in 12 minutes before you can even think about it. It's insane how f- he's just quick. That's all there is to it. Anyway, uh, Pablo will be on Channel 10 a little bit. Uh, we can do a quick FanDuel bet uh, in the, late, as the show closes because football's not here right now. College football this weekend, John. Ah, Buckeyes. Right. I suppose. Taking on the Saints Indiana Hoosiers. Bet. What is that? Minus what is 10, it? Yeah, is it a, yeah they, haven't checked. To, be, to have the Buckeyes win opening week of college football. Big game. Big game, John. No big game. No game. A scrimmage that counts. Yeah, the Buckeyes will win that by 35. At least. What's the spread on that? Check it. They might even win like 65 to 7 at one of those games. Anyway, we'll, we'll come up with something. We should pick a, a long shot, upset of the week, and see if you can pull one off. Because it never happens in college. But the only time it does is in the first weekend. Like the Chippewas beat Michigan that year, and it was just insane. And everybody's like, see, everybody's got a chance. I'm like, no, in 130 years. By the way, we talked about the Notre Dame and Navy matchup last week being traditional. And it is. I didn't even realize they played. Like, it's the longest-running traditional game that they put. Uh Navy's won 13 times. It's uh, like it's they're like crushing. 109 yeah. and 13. I'd keep them on my schedule, too. What's Navy thinking? It's just bad strategy, which is what the Navy, why you go to the Navy to strategize better. And you, oh, we've got to have Notre Dame on the schedule. They kick our ass every year. It's going to be, oh, my God. Somebody just texted me and said, Troy Hayden's not there today. But Weatherman Ty is. Oh, this is. Oh, hell, well no idea. Pablo and Ty Brennan. I'm watching that. All right, before the show's out, we'll have a pick for the FanDuel thing, that's for sure. Uh, but go see Pablo. We're, we're taking a little breath. We're a little breather. We're coming down. I need whatever. I need Narcan, I think, just to kind of wake up and be human again. Uh, it's 927. Got the entertainment drill coming up in a little bit, and Pablo's on Channel 10. We're going to film that like those. The Pruders. It's 98 KUP. Some uh, Lincoln Stinkin' Park for you. Lost in the Eco. I didn't know this. People are emailing me saying it. I said Renee Nelson is still at Channel 10. Evidently, she's been booted in a Carrie Lake-type t- uh, situation, and nobody said a word about why. So the interview is Ty Brennan, some other lady, and Pablo Francis. Ty Brenneman's going to hang out with Pablo? <laughs> it's no going to way. be. It's going, Turn the TV on. It's going to go poorly. Oh, yeah. Toledo's going to fire it up there any second. Uh, in the meantime, while we're waiting on this thing, let's get ourselves a FanDuel bet and... Uh, and just an upset, a college football upset. It's the first week of college football. Something weird might happen. All they do is guess whether or not, you know, a team's got a chance. 
Uh, and, you know, they get the best recruit. You don't know. They're just a bunch of high school kids. College football is a farce all the way across. So you make a bet, try to so make pure. a couple bucks. It's so pure. They do it for the education. Uh, and uh, they just go across and make it better. It, it makes it worthwhile. It'll actually make it so people like me who see it for what it really is uh, look at these games and think, all right, uh, at least I can make some cash. Uh, I don't even know who's playing. Oh, I like this one, even though I don't like betting against this team. Uh, Brady, who do you have this week in the FanDuel? Upset of the week in college football. Straight across. No money lines, no right. points. John, I'm going with Prime and the Buffaloes. <laughs> you think the Buffaloes are going to do it? What's the, what's the TCU. Oh, yeah. That's a, they, they were They're in the championship 14. last year. Yeah. So I think Prime's going to come out with an opening upset. And? How much uh, is that It's It's uh, plus 720. Well, that's not bad. All right. Uh, Toledo, what's yours? I'm going to take Wyoming over Texas Tech. It's plus 400. Not watching any of these games. No. You couldn't. I don't know where you can find that. You couldn't tape me to the chair and make me watch that game. It's a tough one. Wyoming's coming off a hard game loss to Ohio University last (laughs) season. Where's Jay Cutler? I'd rather watch you beat off. (laughs) I honestly would. College football is awful. Uh, Brett, what, you got one? I don't know. Is, are, is Toledo the Zips in football, too? <laughs> no. Oh, they're the Rockets. Not, oh, damn. It's Akron. Akron Zips. Oh, yeah. Are they That's playing? It. They are. Actually. Oh, where are they? I'm they betting them. Actually, i got to yeah. find them. Just, just whatever, the, whatever the Zips so are. Can, yeah. Yeah. Just so you can say, go Zips all yes. weekend and not get yelled at. Where are the Akron? I'm, I'm taking uh, Buffalo over Wisconsin. It pays $1,600 uh, plus $1,600. Wow. So, uh, $100 is 1600 $10, $160 in the pocket. Easy peasy. College football. I'm not a fan. I find it to be a, a mess, and it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. And, and I feel bad for the players and stuff. But man, oh man, what Akron's a farce. playing Temple and they're plus two ninety, Brett. All right, where is that? I don't see it. It's like fourth or fifth, uh, about midway down. Actually. And I don't know how you get excited about it, Brady. Ohio State and Indiana. Zips. You'll have people Sorry. over. Yeah. There'll be food. I guess that's why you're excited. But Brett, you can uh, check it out at eleven a.m. Your yeah. Zips take on right, the I'm Owls of Temple. Yeah. That's actually probably an even match. It is. It's only plus 290. <laughs> You're not going to make much money off of it. Go hey, Zips. It's a win anyway, is right? a win. Yeah. A, zips, a, zips yeah. win is a, a zip. A zip is a zip. <laughs> All right, get your TVs going. Pablo's going to be over there at Channel 10. And I don't know what happened over there with uh, with the whole Renee Nelson thing. By the way, I'm getting a little fed up with our sales staff. I'm getting emails. <laughs> I'm getting emails today. Uh, bothering me about how I got to get stuff done so they can leave Thursday. Like, we're, I'm not going to be to work tomorrow, so you got to get your stuff done today. And I'm like, no, you're sp- tomorrow's a work day. It's last I checked, when you don't show up to work, you have somebody backing you up. Well, nobody's going to be here. We're all leaving. I'm like, well, how's that my problem? I stay on my. I have to come here, so it's a work day for me. Heather is the one bugging me right now. Reminder to do your new commercial or your commercials this week because I'm going to leave early. Well, it's your problem. You get somebody to cover for you. I'll get them to them. That's not how it works. Yes, it is. That's how work days work. It's a three-day weekend, not a four-day weekend. Just because you're deciding not to, you're playing hooky on Friday doesn't mean stuff doesn't get done my way. So then I got to bust my balls for her so she can go on a four-day vacation. And that's how three-day she weekends needs are. A break, yeah, she does John. need a break. That's true. Heather and I got uh, it was great downstairs. Heather's the one who door windowed. Remember, she tried to make it through that window and thinking it was a door and just smashed into it. And it's a hilarious story. And I love Heather. She's great. But uh, we have a new guy named Ed downstairs, and Ed seems to be quite nice. He's probably too nice for the building right now. I think he's got to harden up a little bit. Easy Ed. Yeah, downstairs is a that's a gaggle of uh, hard-edged hens we, uh, he's walking he into. He might be that, approaching yeah. it right, yeah. though. You think? I don't know. Those roosters uh, that wander around a hen house full of those crusty hood hens are going to start getting pecked pretty hard. 
But uh, so he says to I go down. I I don't know him. He doesn't know me. He just got the job, and uh, I'm sitting there next to Heather. And uh, I said, "How are you? You're the new guy, huh?" And he goes, "Yes, I am." And I said, "Hi, I'm John. How are you?" And he goes, "What do you do here?" And Heather breaks into laughter. <laughs> At Ed. And I said, "I'm the morning show host at KPD." He goes, "Oh, of course." He goes, "I I didn't know what you looked like." So, but I, you know, 22 years you've been on the air. That's great. And he did his little research. He says some nice things. I'm like, "Thanks, Ed." I don't. And Heather's still laughing. And she goes, "He should know who you are if he if he's got the job. He should know who you are, don't you think?" And I'm like, "Heather, you're you're the person in the building most known for two things: trying to squeeze through a window as a door, and asking Toledo to his face if Rich was still here." If it's anybody, and what did yeah. I say that? Day? And it was like after there was like a year of working here. Oh, longer than that. <laughs> it's Rich still around? I think she came in here that one time. She's like, "Do you think Brett would want to do an endorsement for blah blah blah? Do you know where he is?" And Brett's sitting right there, yeah. going, uh, "You're yeah. you're actually asking Brett." I she think, was, I the, think the conversation actually went something along the lines of one or the two names were mixed up. So yeah. she came in. She says, "Hey Toledo, is Rich still around?" <laughs> um, Heather's goofy. No. And hilarious about it. But she, yeah. was, she was calling me Vinny when I was walking down yeah. the hall. She we don't even think, have a Vinny around she here. She still yeah, thinks that's not even close. I mean, <laughs> but he looks like a Vinny. <laughs> but she's giving this Ed guy all sorts of guff for not knowing me. And she's literally looked people in the eyes and asked him if they're still here. Hey, Toledo, is Rich still around? I'm looking for Rich. Oh, my God. And Rich is who should have sent him, Should have sent him to Surah. Yeah, the big guy two doors over. Hi, Rich. How are you? I'm going to f- kill you. Smash. Paul, smash. So what are you going to do? But yeah, they're giving me grief about me getting things done for them so they can leave early. When normally I do a bunch of stuff on Fridays. I can't get it to the client by Friday because I won't be here. Who's filling in for you? Nobody. Then I guess you're just missing work. That's called skipping a day of work. Once it Arizona's home for you. Oh, Sorry, it's, it's on. on. It's, it's, on. Right. it's not working it's, on the uh, TV. Like you figure out how to get up there. Oh, over here. You know, yeah, it they, is a mini. Yeah, and the you know CBO copper copper blues. I love the name on the next copper blues. You know Ben Diesel guest stars. Hey, you know what? Get fast and furious, Mr. Oily Face. Uh, you got that? He's calm hey, down. Ben Diesel. Hey, get, get a Corona. So, and Mark Wahlberg's in every movie. Hey, man. Huh? I'm in this movie. He's just not allowing them to talk. Good? I'm in Copper Blues too, huh? What are you doing, huh? I'm in you. I'm inside you. He's everywhere. What? There he is. <laughs> uh, Brett's fixed it. Somebody's. Where do I? Where do I find it though? Now it's. Oh, uh, that's. You're my father? That ain't good, huh? So we just make fun of everybody. We, showing we, we, his bald spot. Here, boy, this heat is just. Just. I'm trying to get this bald spot tanned. Oh. When I get that tanned, it's gonna go in there. So right now, he's like, hello. I got a hole in my haircut. You're just going to walk around like that. Yeah, you know, but, but hey, you know, it's, uh, you know, look at that. It's just a little creepy. <laughs> it looks like a map of Florida. I want a good, because from the front, I look okay. I need a hero. They don't know what to do with it. Ty Brenneman is lost. Look the sweat. I told you the sweat was going to be profuse. He's going to be there. He's from Miami, and he's here to do Miami. So he's, he's, okay. he's going to be performing tonight. Yeah. But, you know, when you take a date there, right? Yeah. And you, we do all the talking lights, go out and say it's a conversation for... Lights go down, yeah. set the ambiance. Yeah, so the guy just says, hey, what's going on? We get to watch and then make fun of it and, you know, <laughs> save it for later. And then you get some pot stickers. Oh, and Brenneman is scared to death. Yes, oh, no yeah. idea. Yeah. No idea. Okay. So it's going to be fun. So, yeah, we have two shows. We have one show tonight, 7.30. And we have two shows in the Look, weekend. He's all professional. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 7 and 9.30. Yeah, he's and looking at the card. Too, and, uh, yeah, check out some music. Got... Uh, 
What did they have last night? They had, they had karaoke there, but uh, oh. are you a karaoke? Like uh, did you did you hit the stage at yeah, the karaoke? Well, uh, I just go there and kind of like you know see. I like to laugh at the, the girl who's really serious. I'm like, what's going on? It's been love, but it's over now. <laughs> okay, the Indian people are best. You know, come on, you come on, you can go catch crab fever, dun dun dun. It's crazy. Some Celine. Celine, Celine Dion? Yeah. Celine Dion, you know what I mean? In a new movie. She is, now she, unfortunately, her husband passed away. But now she's going for the, the good stuff now. I'm having sex now. Got a big head. And you can see, you get every 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 seat in the concert. Uh, name one uh, uh, elderly person watching that show that has had any idea what's happening. Uh, he's lost. And this is Sober Pablo? That's Sober Pablo. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Take that. So, uh, we can kill it. That's no <laughs> he is sweating as I expect. Brenneman is losing Ty it. Ty Brenneman is frightened. He keeps oh, looking at the kill. More than anything. He's, He's looking for the Sandman. Yeah. Are we done? Yeah. Oh, my God. A coked up Mexican is in the studio. This is usually <laughs> what we report on, but not this close. Yeah, that's Ty Brenneman is usually like talking about how they arrested this guy. Now he's in the studio. Sweating. No, he's just pouring off of him. Oh, Pablo. Uh, it's 9.48. There you go. Get your FanDuel bets in on whether or not Pablo makes it through the weekend without getting arrested. I doubt it. Uh, it's 98 KUPD. The Entertainment Drill is coming up next. Wow. The next segment on Channel 10 this morning is some children's theater. <laughs> like the, How Pop, fitting. Pablo was just in the green room doing cocaine or not with a bunch of kids in acting school. <laughs> We're doing a production of um, Cinderella over at the Phoenix Children. Oh, Cinderella. I remember that. Zipsy uh, Road can't take. Not that Cinderella. Poor Pablo. He's I feel sad. bad for him because he's got the Ted Cruz. <laughs> he's got that little spit lip. on his lip. Yeah. He said, uh, I just watched Pablo Francisco make dick jokes on Channel 10's morning show, and Ty looks super uncomfortable. First time he's ever been uncomfortable around a dick. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. That's enough out of you, folks. But you're right. Uh, and Pablo's my favorite. I could hang out with him. He was at our golf tournament a couple years ago when I had the band on the first hole just playing loud and screaming at golfers. He came out and did 30 songs. He wouldn't go. I'm like, it's your, it, you got it. Do it. And I, I, he went nuts, and it was so much fun. Uh, he's a blast. Just be ready. You know, he's human Adderall. He's going to make you move. Uh, it's 9.53. Let's get this thing going, shall we? Gotta get, I don't understand it. I got Heather telling me she's leaving today, so I got to get stuff done. The morning shows at the other stations left at 9.30. What? Yeah, we're getting screwed. What the hell is going on around here? How do we get that gig where we don't? We just come and go as we please? Last I checked, 5.30 to 10 was our time. Nobody else does that. They're all 6 to 10 now. And then 6 to 9 or so. I don't understand it. Work ethic. We don't have it, and we're still here longer than them. I don't get it. <laughs> not like we're, you know, you know, sitting here and going, I got to burn the midnight oil. I'll be here until tomorrow. Work smarter. Yeah. This is insanity. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by, uh, what do you got, Toledo? Uh, John, I'd like you to know, I know it's just been about a half an hour. No reports as of yet in the Queen Creek area yeah. of dead bodies. Yeah, some, oh, come I got, on. I got, come on. I got another guy who said the same thing. I'm looking. I'm out here. I'm looking. I'll keep I'll keep combing the news story. Not an avenue, but it wouldn't be today. Check merchandise. It's somewhere over the weekend. Last I mean, week it was the same day. Well, that was a coincidence. That was, was that? we found him early. Oh. Brett didn't mean for that to okay. happen. Well, what are you talking you about? You don't come do on. East Valley nah, jobs. Come on. And thanks to our listeners that gave me this uh, pool tile cleaner out there this morning and uh, the Diet Dr Pepper case, which is great. I'm trying to cut back, but I haven't had it. It's pretty good stuff. That was our biggest haul yet this year. I mean, they Tonight. Queen Creek brought it. Close with the best one. 
Great job. And we'll give all our thank yous out at the end. Josh Stephen Stephen Holmberg. Yeah, Stephen. People are fans of him out there. (laughs) Uh, It is time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And uh, get on out there. You saw them yesterday on uh, Channel 7 with Brad Perry. (laughs) I wanted so badly to be part of that. But they're professionals. They do their jobs properly. But, man, I'd have made fun of Brad Perry to his face a thousand times, and he wouldn't even have known it. Breakfast. Uh, Yeah, breakfast with Prince. (laughs) Some people will be movie styles. Google it. Breakfast with Prince. And watch Brad Perry try to do his best Dizzy Gillespie seriously as he wrote a song about eating breakfast with You're going to give him one of those platinum YouTube videos. I hope so. Because people need to see it. And they go, there's that guy. And he'd be like William Hung eventually. They live in big houses. Fast cows. Fast cows? You think I'm joking around? And then and look up the one where my friend... Uh, did a phonetic version of the lyrics as as he sings. <laughs> it's breakfast with Prince, like P R I N T S. Breakfast with Prince. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry, it. but they was on there. So it was great. Oh, you got the breakfast with Prince. You'll pop it as a fourth. Oh, you have it. Oh, it might be a commercial. Hang on. No, Brett's very fast with his. Oh, here it is. You're good. Yeah, play it. Up. I know this thing by heart. And you think I'm kidding around with a voice? Now, this is entertainment right here. Listen to his diction. Son, so bad. Some people be singing for movie styles. Some people be houses and fast cows. Some people be CEOs that think they're cool. But I really, really want to. Is that breakfast with Prince? Breakfast with Prince. It's, we gotta cover this. Oh, man. Not Tom but William, Harry or Charo. I don't know Talk what he's saying. Can you make an exception at Night of the Living Dead this year do, yeah. just for this one? <laughs> yes, we'll do. Breakfast with so Prince. in seven years, it's got 381 views. I'd say 375 for you, you this, and Colin. It had 13 when we found it. <laughs> breakfast with Prince. Breakfast with Prince. Uh, it's, He's singing about a screen printing thing. I don't know. The number one station. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry, but they were over there in sales. And they, they, you know, it's a nice segment. But I, I told them, I'm like, oh boy, enjoy that one. <laughs> but they're professionals. They're good at what they do. I am a human jackass machine. I would have screwed that up for everybody. But they're good. And they were on there yesterday doing their thing and impressing everybody. The whole studio was like, whoa. Did gun takeaways right there on TV. Uh, showed people their uh, minor uh, treatment of how you would do this in case of a long gun. Do this in case of a handgun. Do this in a knife attack. It is. It does blow your mind when you see, like, oh my god, uh, knife attacks. I tell I tell people this all the time since I've been going there. A gun doesn't scare me nearly as much. And keep in mind, still scares me. Doesn't scare me nearly as much as somebody coming at you with a knife. A knife is a damaging, guaranteed problem. <laughs> you just put the video on. Uh, but the, it, most people, ninety percent of people, think uh, you could stop a knife attack. Most people stop with their hands. That's what they call defensive wounds. They try to grab the blade. They fight the blade. Somebody close enough to stab is close enough to get punched right in the face, even elbowed. End the fight. Destroy the operator. You become so familiar with the phrase destroy the operator up at Tactical Black, it is part of your brain. Destroy the operator. You do not want to be in a knife fight. You do not want 
to chase a blade. They teach you how not to, and then it becomes natural not to. It becomes part of who you are. And you think maybe you know what you're doing? Uh, I thought I did. I didn't. And uh, I take my boxing uh, for years and years that I did all that training, and they made it so it's like, hey, now here, here's where it's useful. You're never going to be a professional fighter. Here's where it's useful to you, and it's helped me a ton. Crawl, I'm walk, sorry, run. Can we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So Really, really want to do at breakfast with Prince. His son shot it. His son shot it. Not Tom, but William or Harry or Charo. He says Charles, but he says Charo. This is my favorite line. His name is Min. Oh, so much. Even when you love them all at once. That's why I really, really won't do it. It's just poor grammar. It was a love symbol at once. No, <laughs> once it was a love symbol. You used it all wrong. <laughs> Get back in your gompers and head home. Sorry. Anyway, you got me off on the bread pair. Uh, learn, learn, learn about being a better version of yourself. And reactdefense.com, that's the place to do it. You'll and learn, learn grammar. And, and they'll actually, <laughs> you know what? if he had hog in his you, breakfast. You, you, you will. I guarantee you, you'll learn better grammar from Jay, Josh, Tony, and Michael than you will from Brad. You'll, you'd pass a grammar test, not even knowing you're getting better grammar <laughs> faster that way. How to de-escalate a situation with quality diction. They do say it up there all the time. Hey, when you're saying, he's got a gun. You can't be like, you got a <laughs> Oh, no. Some people will be movie style. I think he said, yeah. <laughs> the new sheriff is a gun. <laughs> huh? Diction. Use diction. Get ready for CEO. What? That's the song. I'm almost singing a song. I think I understand Shannon Sharp better than him. Oh, Shannon Sharp is <laughs> Shannon Sharp's uh, eloquent. He's speaking yeah. prose. It's He's like, like Pavarotti yeah, compared yeah. to Keith yeah. or Shelley. Skip, skip, skip. Some people won't be. I jump rope to that. Skip, 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 stop. <laughs> anyway, don't get me started. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of tactical play. They know what they're doing. We don't. They do. Proper that's grammar. why they're. Yeah. That's why they're. Yeah. And, yeah. So I'm attacking the black and great grammar. Oh, I'm sorry, Jay and the gang. I had to. <laughs> Brady, please entertain immediately. According to Variety, the streaming service Max, formerly no. HBO oh, Max, yeah. they're thinking about adding CNN news alerts while you're watching content. So that's you what my watching for. Last, the Last of Us, and suddenly. A random update about yeah. Mitch McConnell turning into a stone yes. man again. <laughs> I only want my updates on that stuff to go, oh, my God, turn it. Like, I want it to be like a friend calling me that something crazy is going on on another channel. So I don't want CNN updates that Ukraine just got bombed again. I want somebody to go, oh, my God, Mitch McConnell's turned into a stone man again. Turn it, turn it, turn it. I, I, my phone gives me the alert sign. The only thing I can tolerate is pop-up video back in the day. Other than I that, that, I don't want But it. I signed up for that by yeah. watching pop-up video. I wanted that information. No, they're going to do it on a volunteer basis, probably. You have to sign up and have those options. I don't want it to be all the time a teamed up with CNN and I get my uh, Toledo Libcock News popping up during my <laughs> viewing of uh, you know the new Sex in the City. Yeah, so, people so are boring. saying, I assume we are able to turn that off. Right. Give like me the option to turn it off. And- Fine. 
That's the whole point of this TV world we're in now is I get to program my own network. I hate it, but I get it. Gabriel Cannon, that's Nick Cannon's brother. Um, he says that he hasn't met all of the kids yet, and he admits that he couldn't name all his nieces nephews. So he just Googles their names since they're all on the Internet. Sure. And then he talked about earlier in the year, Nick was being interviewed. He even forgot one of the names of the kids. Um, give Nick a break. The dude's got 30 kids. You start asking about nephews and nieces? That's not fair. Jurassic Park will be the latest to get the animated Lego treatment in an upcoming special for Peacock. By the way, I watched the Pam Anderson documentary. Have you seen it? Like the series? You no, know, it's the Pamela's love letter to herself, basically. it's. I oh. think it's Netflix. I don't remember what. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't watched it. And, and it's okay. It's, you know, it's definitely Pam Anderson vehicle for Pam Anderson. But it's about her life with all these guys and the stuff that she did. And, and her sons watch these old videos with her while she sits in a see-through nightie. Entire I'm a nighty. Yeah, and then there's constant shots of her naked and Tommy honking the boat. No, they, they, they showed they showed parts of that, but Dylan and uh, Brandon, her sons, are behind them. And they've seen Tommy's dick. They know they've got one. They've, they're a little chip off the old dick, you know. They're right there. They've got one, but it's very strange because she's walking around in this very attractive see-through nighty. Her mom even says. Are you going to get naked on this thing? And she's like, no, why? She goes, well, you can see right through what you're wearing anyway. She goes, well, the silhouette's a lot thinner than the real thing. But her her sons have to watch her celebrate with Tommy Lee in a video in a wife-beater T-shirt that barely goes past her goods. And she's dancing around, and her cans are hanging out of the side of the T-shirt. And, brand, I, and I started thinking, if if Marcy had that on, I, I think I'd start throwing up if we had home videos of my mom. She might have looked great to other people. I don't need to see that. How'd she look, though? You know, I, you know, she's 55. That expired, I know, but I mean. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, she's she's makeup free. I think she's doing that on purpose. Oh, okay. And she looks like, you know, the surgery is there. But uh, yeah, there's moments where they try to make you feel bad. And then at the end, she ends up as the star. She's Roxy in Chicago on Broadway. And then her son reads a review. And I'm like, and it was a, from uh, supposed to be from April 11th to June 1st. That was her eight-week run that she was going to do this. And uh, the reviews came back. It's like, hey, you know what? Not bad. First night, they'll, they'll ironate some stuff. And then uh, I read about, like, how long did that go? It lasted two weeks. Like, they, they, oh, like after, after four days, they're like, nobody's coming. And so they just bounced her. And they didn't really include that. You feel really bad. You do feel bad for her that she was exploited. But she also exploited herself. And there needs to be some responsibility. When you lead with your breasts, you can't be shocked when people are like, how, how come everybody's so interested in my breasts? You can't constantly talk about, I just wish people would ignore my boobs. I'm like, you did that. You, you made them the star of the show. It's like, it's like Metallica tomorrow going, why is everybody paying so much attention to this giant stage? Oh, because you made it awesome. And you made us look at it. She did. She was in, in control of that for the most part. I think where Constant. it got her is like stuff that wasn't supposed to be seen. The video. The big part, yeah. The video was the video. She, Yeah, you can volunteer to be naked, and the video was whatever happened there was wrong, and blah blah blah. She's a little bit naive, small town girl who happened to have. She was the most beautiful thing on the planet, though, when she was the Labatt's girl. Man, when she was all natural. At that ooh. baseball game where she was discovered. It was a football game, it was Canadian football. Yeah, unbelievable. 
You'll like this, John. It's uh, 13 famous chefs, what foods they cannot stand. I just wanted to do this for you because Guy Fieri doesn't like eggs. Because they're so good? if you want to get to his Achilles. Because they taste good? Because they're nutritious? Yeah. <laughs> there's no uh, chips or raisins. Because yeah, there's no raisins or creme fraîche or mayonnaise on them. on a flip-flop? Yeah. Gordon Ramsay can't get behind <laughs> pineapple pizza. Yeah, that's a common. I'm with him. I like pineapple pizza. I understand why people do. Rachel Ray is creeped out by uh, her Lettuce. dog food. Delish. Oh, she'd, she'd eat no, anything. She, she says, <laughs> look at her. <laughs> I know. Come on. Everything but that. Yeah. <laughs> All of them secretly, their answer was Guy Fieri's Hers is shelf-stable mayonnaise. I don't know what that means. Maybe uh-huh. it's all, it, store bought. All the mayonnaise is on the shelf at the yeah, store. Yeah, maybe she makes her own mayo. I don't know what that means. Wolfgang Puck would rather do without Japanese Wagyu beef. Only German meat. Oh, thanks. That's it. Okay. That's it. That's it then. You heard him. Uh, we're all done. Yeah. Or are we? <laughs> Some people are singing. Or movie stars. Some people want to sing it. Or movie stars. Fast cows. Some I can't stop. Once you start, you can't stop. I really, really want to do. Is that breakfast with? Wow. What are you talking about? Sorry, Brad. It's terrible, and I can't get enough of bad things. I hate watch that. Pretty much every couple hours. Is that his only hit single? <laughs> Oh no! There's a couple. There's other a couple. Of nothing. Right. Nothing right. like that, though. That is the. That's the. That's got the hook. I gotta get the box out of that. The gem. <laughs> uh, it's ten oh eight. We're all done. Larry McFeely's coming up next, uh, and he's got all sorts of stuff for you. Maybe even some last minute Metallica stragglers we got laying around for tomorrow night's big show. Thanks to Pablo, and again, thanks to everybody. Again, this was a huge summer for us yeah. with the Operation Hydration. Thank you, Brett. Thank you to our promo team, all the guys that went out with you every Thursday. Thanks to Drew, who filled in for you that one weekend, uh, or one Thursday. And then, of course, our sponsors, Lerner and Row, Lawson Family Plumbing, Porta Subs, Liquid Death. Uh, we had uh, so many contributions from folks like Swero. Uh I can't even name them all. Uh, the, the guy dropped off two grand the other day, Scott from uh, Margie May's uh, Holiday Decor. And if you want your house decorated, there's nobody better. This guy's awesome. Um, awesome stuff from everybody and all of you guys. Thank you very much in the Phoenix Rescue Mission. I speak on behalf of them thanking you as well. We filled it and then some. Their entire facility. Amazing. Just mean I don't have to do it next year? No. Oh. We're probably going to start a little earlier. <laughs> Bigger and better. Yeah. And only Starting send you out. Like, yeah. <laughs> if it's over 105, Brett goes outside. Oh. Uh, that's it. Thank you guys very much. Larry's next. You have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! <laughs> Arizona's most powerful.